There is nothing wrong with your television set. Do not attempt to adjust the picture. We are controlling transmission. If we wish to make it louder, we will bring up the volume. If we wish to make it softer, we will tune it to a whisper. We will control the horizontal. We will control the vertical. For the next hour, sit quietly and we will control all that you see and hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your television set. You are about to participate in a great adventure. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind to the Tony Bruno Show. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time on this last week of January 9th, 20, uh, 2018, still yes, you are looking live at Radio Row. And all that's missing from our location here in the Mall of America, in the food court of the Mall of America, is a throne of swords. And I can't believe Robin didn't manage to get me a throne of swords. And she I am is, so sorry, Tony. That's all I, that's all I don't have here. You're the, right. You're right. If you, we'll pan the camera around, too. And if you've seen all the interviews and stuff, we are here in position number one on Radio Row. For sure. Is there any doubt about that, Luigi Cardo? I'm still in awe of the of the, the the pageantry and the majesty that is happening around us, Tony. And and by the way, I will I will admit this for anybody who's ever doubted the man, this is the king of Radio Row. You've been pulled more ways than a hooker, or than saltwater <laughs> Seriously, coffee. man. Except I don't charge as much. Although no. I got to ra- I got to raise my rate this you week. You do, though. you do. You're actually you're in high demand. Pippin ain't easy, you know but that. it was kind of cool because when I walked on, some of, some of the other people I met at, at a few of the other events that we've been to that you've taken me to uh, over the, the the past four years, which has finally got me to here, they all greeted me at the front ropes and they were all like, "Oh, you broke it, Jerry!" As soon as I walked exactly. in the door, it was no, fantastic. It's great. it's great being here. All the local TV stations from Philly are here. All the New England people. All of my friends that I get to see in my yearly reunion show. It's pretty cool. At the Super Bowl on Radio Row. A lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of fun this week. We started out having fun the other night, got into Minnesota. And, yes, it was called the No Minnesota Fans. And how many Minnesota people have come up to us here in the last two days? We were setting up here yesterday oh, to give love to this show. And so I know there's stuff going on Twitter. Miss Robin is here, so let me give her the proper introduction. Give her a roaring round of applause. Thank Working you. hard. Thank you. Thank you. Working hard. Harder than anybody on Radio Row. I just walk around, and then Jim Rome's producer comes over and says, hey, can you do a hit with Romy? And Romy and I go back, so it was Romy over Jim Rome. Rome. I've, I've done uh, NBC Sports Philly. I've done well, CBS Jim is the Street. one that coined, that, that gave you the moniker, the king, king of, of Radio, radio Row. Row. So Jim and I go back. We're a couple of old-school radio grizzled veterans, except he looks good, and I look He looks good. Shot. I like his hair longer. He looks great. No, Jim yeah. looks great. I think, I think you were a little better. I don't like Jim with the, with the long hair. Doesn't no, he looks nah. great. No. He's more of a crew-cut guy. He's not, now, a, he's not a, he doesn't have a crew cut. He's got tight curls, man. He should have been a crew cut guy. The thing about the bald head, though, the dome, is that you don't age. Yeah, like, I age. A lot of people that have hair, when they start to get the receding and they start going gray, it's noticeable. But because you have looked like this forever, other it's than It's a natural way, thing. Yeah, you just, you know. You make me feel like a natural man, <laughs> not a woman. <laughs> but anyway, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of great guests coming by. The people here in Minnesota are great. We saw my buddy the great PA on the mic, Paul Allen doing a show a little earlier. Mm-hmm. All the radio stations are there. Jim Rome's over there. And, and the amusement park is here. So we're in a food court in the Mall of America, the biggest mall in America. Now, King of Prussia 
has actual more actual stores, I believe, but this mall has more square footage. That is because it's got a full. I mean, it's got a full scale amusement park right behind us in here. Yep, it's incredible. And man. the people who run this mall are terrific. They're they're really uh, interactive on social media at Mall of America. The bold north, the people of Minnesota couldn't be nicer. And I know there's these stupid things going on Twitter ah, where, so where Philly fans are going back and forth, and they just won't let this last week thing go away. Just let it die, all right? Let it go away. We're at the Super Bowl. I know the fans are unhappy here. I don't blame them. They were, they were tasting this in their own building. Right. So try to put yourself in that situation, regardless of where you're watching from. Your team is a game away as the favorite from hosting a Super Bowl in your own stadium. You have an unbelievable storybook season with Case Keenum when you had Teddy Bridgewater and you had Sam Bradford there, and this guy comes in early in the season and carries his team. Great coaching. And they're favored. They go into Philly, and then uh, the fans, some fans were mistreated. Some fans weren't. But then the knuckleheads who, who give Philadelphia a bad name, who drink starting at 7 in the morning, make things bad for the entire city. So now if you go on Twitter, and there's some Philly media here at People, too, who are looking for disrespect toward Philadelphia, who keep this thing alive with all due respect. Am I right? You go on Twitter. It's like people don't let it die. The people in Philly should not be chirping anymore about how they beat Minnesota. Right. Because the fans didn't do anything except support the team, which is all fans can do in any city. And just like you said, too, I mean, they have every reason in the world to be hurt, too, because like, you know, people say, like, oh, well, the Eagles wanted this game. We, need, we wanted this game. Just, let's just, just like you pointed out earlier, just imagine living here and being a Minnesota fan, being able to host the damn Super Bowl and exactly. take it away from you, man. You exactly. have every right. Exactly. So th- the thing is, the Eagles didn't luck out and win a game. No, they I won. mean, they dominated. They dominated. And I think from a perspective of, you know, did the better team win? Yeah, on that given day, the Eagles played better and Minnesota lost. But the other stuff that's going on, and it's, it bothers me as a, as a longtime Philly guy who grew up in the city and spent most of my life there, that we, you know, I don't, I don't try to, I never, I never, ever, and I've said this on every show I've been on, whether it's radio or TV, I will never condone any knucklehead in Philly who does anything stupid because all you do is add yep. to the continuing, that never will go away, by the way. It'll never go away. I mean, the Santa Claus thing's 50 years plus. That should go away. That's yes. just lazy, lazy here, reporting. I, I actually sent out a tweet not too long ago with a hashtag, prove them wrong. Prove the media wrong, Philadelphia fans. It is the worst stereotype you know, in all it stereotypes. Is, it really is. is. You know what? A lot of it's deserved. I'm not going to sit here and say no. there haven't been numbskulls. But, it, but the, when, when, you, when you look at the overall, let's say 100, the whole pie, 100% of all the fans, 95% of them are fantastic. It's the 5% that are giving exactly. everything and that's the way name. it is in every sport. That's the way it is in any instance of a sports team winning a championship and the fans going out and enjoying it, especially in long-suffering cities like yes. Philly, Boston for the longest time with the Red Sox. They couldn't get off that schneid, the curse of the Bambino. Remember, and then they finally won. And guess what? As a fan and as Cubs. a guy who's done this, I was happy for the Red Sox fans. I was happy for the Cub fans who hadn't seen a World Series championship in 100 years. So that's the way I look at it. I see John Clark is here, and I'm going to bring him on here today, too, because I want to find out from John Clark we have to. why he's doing what he's doing. I have to, I'm, I'm going to call him out on this he show. Is, now, Luigi has called him out before, too. propagating the yes, bad stereotypes. And, and again, no, he's just doing his job, which is go around, <laughs> and there was a bar, and I'll, I'll address it with him when he comes on, because I'll I want be to get him on that sec- I'm going to be quiet during that second. Yeah, don't, don't threaten him to play tennis or no, any no, no. of the I other just, I just want to understand why do you got to stoke the fire of this stupidity because it's just the, the, I'm not even going to do it. I'm, we're here at Radio Road Center. It's a happy day. It's a happy – people are checking in on Facebook. They're saying Joe Quillen said 
uh, Luigi looks like he, he can use some shade in that sun. And our, our good buddy uh, Joe Rapino says, the thin optics make us sunglasses. Oh, they should. They, they should. should. Although we're in a sun field. It's like when you, when you watch a football game and then the sun, there's windows or a dome, and the light comes through and it's only on one, or a baseball stadium where there's, you know, the shadow behind home plate and the outfield is all sun. Yeah. Well, this is all glass glass uh, ceilings I here. I forget what the company's called, but these are the same people that made the the glass top at the Kalahari Resort that yeah, we went Yeah, Kalahari there. Resort up yeah. in the Poconos. They built this, and, and we went through the amusement park yesterday, and tomorrow night there's going to be the media party. And we've only and been we're, we're going to go live on the media party. Yeah, we're going to go live everywhere we go. We're going to be here every day for two hours from 2 to 4 Central Standard Time. That's uh, 3 to 5 Philadelphia East Coast uh-huh. time. And then, obviously, you do the reverse work going west wherever you are in and another this country. Is, this is the first time ever at Radio Road that we can say we are right across from the Shake Shack and the Starbucks. Yeah, and it's a great mall. I mean, you, it is a and we've only been through a quarter just, of it. I know. It's so weird. It's so not even a quarter. I don't even really? think we've yeah, had even, we've been enough. to a little teeny spot. Of it. Um, but it is it is kind of a weird uh, feeling to be inside the mall. But it's great because you get to see other cities. You get to travel, and I love to travel. And this is why I do this because I don't just like sitting in my basement drinking great Michael and David wine and talking sports. No, I do that. Well, I know that we all do. But to go out and to travel and see cultures and what oh by the way you know i tweeted when we arrived we just landed in minnesota and it sent 16 degrees and i had all these people well it's winter but the one guy who got it said well we're having a heat wave because 16 degrees is warm this time of the year and the one thing that i don't want to hear anybody say this who's coming here from philadelphia it's cold well, it's supposed duh. to be cold but it's a dry duh. heat though too. it is a dry heat i have to you have to moisturize you have to moisturize here. You can't be dry, ashy. And there's it's only a dry been, cold. It is dry cold. You're right. And there is. I've only saw one individual today with shorts on, just one. Because when we were flying in on Saturday night, there were people from Minnesota who obviously connected in Philly. So they were coming yes. from a warm weather vacation, and instead of getting all bundled up, they wore shorts on the plane. So when they got off at the Minneapolis airport, they were still in which shorts. is a beautiful airport, by the way, it's very nice. They got off the air at the airport, and they had shorts on. And Luigi was making fun of him. I'm saying these people I'm are not making these fun people of are hardcore here. They're hardcore. not soft. They're they're wearing shorts when it's 15 degrees out. You know we got idiots in Philadelphia who wear shorts. You get one that. day where it goes to 45, and people are outside with shorts and flip flops on. Well, no, that's because the people in that area like to celebrate wearing shorts all season long. Well, that's exactly, what it, I, that's yeah. what it is. The problem is here. It's not just cold. It's bitter cold. But it's I supposed mean, it's, to be. I you understand gift, that. They have gift shops in this mall, the Mall of America, dedicated to selling gear that points out how cold it is. There's, a, there's one place called the Bold North Store. Yeah. And they've got mugs that say, I came to Minnesota and froze my nuts off. And there's a squirrel on it. And he's got, you know, the, the nuts. Yeah. So they, they embrace the cold. But even the elevators in here, the numbers, it says first and then minus one, minus, minus two, <laughs> minus three. Even the numbers on the elevator are in negative temperatures. So for all you people who think that the, the people of Minnesota are soft, no, they ain't come soft, here bro. and hang out or live. In fact, we met our, we saw our buddy Jay Ziering last night over at Cantina. Who's now the general manager of the Cantina Laredo here in this beautiful mall. Not Ian Ziering. No, not Ian Ziering. He's doing another Sharknado, Sharknado movie. Yeah. What are they? Are they double digits yet on Sharknado? There was a shark walking around. Here. I know. It was the left shark, I believe. No, there's from. an aquarium in this mall, and the there shark is. was here uh, to to promote the aquarium. He doesn't talk much, which is okay, because I don't want my sharks talking. No, ain't nobody. I want them just moving around, keep swimming, don't stop, don't talk. Just do what you do. Attack, baby. Attack mode. But uh, it's going to be a fun week here. Tonight's the big media night where it'll be on television. We will be there live. All the, Both teams will show up. They'll get into their podiums, 
and the big story that broke this morning, because yeah. the Patriots will go on first tonight, and it'll be on NFL Network Live, and we will be there live. So they set up podiums for the main players, and it'll be in the XL Energy Center in St. Paul on the other side of this area, because we're near the airport. The Mall of America is in Bloomington, Minnesota, where Metropolitan Stadium stood right here on these hollowed grounds is where Metropolitan Stadium was. And then all of a sudden, they built this beautiful mall. But we're going to have a lot of guests. We have our first guest approaching right now, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm, I'm excited because Royal Rumble, huge, Royal Rumble was just in Philly the other night. But the man who's here, and he's not wearing spikes, though. People are disappointed. But they're not disappointed when we told them we were going to have him on our show. And he's our first guest on Radio Row, WWE Hall of Famer, a good friend of another guy who hopefully will be here because he's a Minnesota native, too. Mr. Ric Flair. Mr. Ric Flair. He is, we know him as the animal, the road warrior, the Legion of Doom, the original Legion of Doom before the Flyers had the Legion of Doom line. Joe Laurinaitis. <laughs> How are you, buddy? Good to see you, man. Good to be back in the, uh, my, my home state of Minnesota growing up. Actually, I'm a Philly guy. Are you oh, really? Okay. I was born and raised in Philly, yeah. My grandmother lived down by Hunting Park, and I'm, I'm a Fly Eagles fly guy. I did not know that. Right, the park's five minutes from my house, man. Yeah, and man. They, but they call Northeast me. Philly I grew up. Northeast Philly. you got to be an animal to live in Northeast Philly. Oh, God. God. Oh, let me tell you something. <laughs> Philly, I tell this all the time. I, I, I told my son James growing up and my son Joe, you, you learn life experiences real quick in the city of brotherly love. I'll tell now, you wait that. a minute now, because you're – and you you had a lot you spent a lot of time in Minnesota. They call you Minnesota native. Yeah, well, you know, I went to high school and then college here. Played junior college football here, and then uh, you know, of course, raised my family here because it's really a nice. Minnesota's a great place, man. Absolutely. The Midwest to raise a family. They always had like the number one schools in the nation. That was important to me. So I told James growing up, I said, "Listen, man, I'm glad you're an all American, but I want you to be an all American in school as well." You know, and that was an important message for me, man. Yeah, Minnesota's great, but hey. Once you're born and raised in the city of early love, bro, it's in your blood. You can't get it out. So last Sunday, were you torn watching that NFC Championship game, knowing that these people here expected it? They were playing well. They were favored. They're, they know that they're a week away from hosting a Super Bowl in their own stadium in this great city. And then the, to have that happen, I mean, I know it has to be a huge disappointment. You know, I think, I think the, the way they got beat was easier to accept than back when they got beat by the Atlanta Falcons in the field goal. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I remember James was a, James was a peewee hockey, you know, because James also got drafted by playing hockey. I don't think I okay. do that, right? Played hockey here in Minnesota. And when when you get beat on a field goal like that, mm-hmm. I remember he was a peewee, which is a, you know, 12, 13-year-old kid. He cried all the way home. He cried for two days because, oh, my Minnesota Vikings lost. People here in Minnesota, I will tell you, they bleed purple and gold. And just like the people in Philly. If you don't bleed, you bleed, uh, you know, green and white or green and silver, you're not bleeding, right? Right. And, you know, and for me, as a fan watching, because I love football, right? I always love football. When I'm watching a game and I see a young kid like a Malcolm Jenkins, who I watched play four years with James at Ohio State, mm-hmm. and I watch Chris Long, who we first met at the ESPN Awards for College Football Awards, and then, you know, playing with the Rams, and then now he's with the Eagles. And I'm so proud of that kid. Chris is a great man. What a big heart to give you salary every Absolutely. year. To, to a good cause. But he know? did say, he said, I'm keeping the playoff checks. <laughs> he did that playoff check, bro. That you playoff expense, hey, proper expenses. Hey, bro, if they keep, if they win, they keep growing and growing exactly. and growing, right? It's a never-ending check, right? So it, it's great to see that, man. And, and it's great to see the Eagles to the big dance. That's the big thing. I'm glad to, they're to the dance. Now, you mentioned, you keep mentioning your son, James, who went to Ohio State, All-American. 
then was drafted in the second round by the Rams, played yeah. in St. Louis and then in L.A. at the uh, – actually, was he, was he there the first year in L.A.? No, no, he went to uh, uh, New Orleans he was in New after Orleans. that. No, was, and he finished his career yeah. there because he got injured with yeah. the Saints, but he played most of his career. And we were looking at – he is the single – he is the he is the record holder for the most sacks by a linebacker in Rams history. 900 wow. – how many sacks? No, no, no. Not sacks, tack. What he did, Merlin Olsen had the tackle record of 900-something tackles, right? right? It was a 35-year-old record. James ended up with like 1,200 tackles in the, with the Rams – in a seven-year career. And Merlin also played, what, 14 years? Right, with yeah. the Rams. So I told James, so listen, man, at the end of the day, what an honor. It's huge. An establishment. You're the Rams' all-time tackle leader. Exactly. It's going to take a, a, a real feat to beat that record. So I said, you know, you, hey, you didn't make the Pro Bowl. You didn't do this and that. You know, the Hall of Fame, whatever. Who, who cares? You had fun. The, the low percentage of people in the world that yep. can play in the NFL, come on. One percent. One percent. And to I be mean, at a big-time program like Ohio State, be yeah. a second-round pick and play for the Rams for eight seasons in the NFL. you know, And then he finally called it a career last year, right? In, uh, actually, earlier in 2017. Yeah, I think and he what's he re- doing there? I, I think he was reading the writing on the wall, man. He, he, uh, he, I think he loves getting into the announcer game. He went to broadcast boot camp okay. real well. He, uh, he's got, he had a gig all season with the Big Ten Network. And he does the NFL Network stuff sometimes, too. You know, he's the players around table and stuff like that. So uh, I know he's meeting with Fox this week, I think, or somebody. But he, he's getting to do some good things, man. Excited. And, and this is his niche. You guys have probably talked to him. James is really pretty decent on the mic. You know Absolutely. I mean, and, that, and that's, why here, that's why I'm here in town. You know, I got my podcast, Old World of Rush podcast, started up. It's on the STL Podcast Network. And uh, James is in that kind of genre, too. So now this is kind of good for he and I. To do, you know, to be able to do some stuff like this, hopefully in the future together too, man. I was gonna say you're gonna have that whole father son thing on yeah, air a little bit. Yeah, man. You know, and listen, it, to me, when I, when I was watching that game, he and I were going back and forth on the phone a little bit. I, I mean, I was, I was pulling for the Eagles all the way. I mean, I know how crazy the Minnesotans get with football. Sure. And I wouldn't have been upset if Minnesota would have won, but. Me being a Philly kid, you know the Eagles. Hey, I'm a Wally. South Philly guy. I was long, I've been long. I've been. This is the third Eagles side. I was there in '81 when Ron Jaworski and Dick Vermeil and the guys yeah. at the Superdome in New exactly, Orleans, man. and then in Jacksonville. And the thing about this team versus those other teams, this team is an underdog. Those teams were favored. Yeah. I mean, the Donovan McNabb teams were supposed to win sure, those championship sure, games, and so right, when they lost, yeah. everybody was devastated. But now I think this team is embracing this whole underdog thing, and that's why I think it's going to be a great game. I got to mention something. You and I have something in common, though. 6'10", the number 6'10". This is great. You know what that means, right? You, that? you bench pressed 610 pounds, right? <laughs> yeah. I was on 6'10 a.m. in Philadelphia. That's what we have our bond exactly the same thing. kissing cousins. I got up around 3.55, but that was it. That was yeah, all I ever got up, man. So now, obviously, WWE Hall of Fame. Did yeah. you watch Royal Rumble? Uh, you know, I did watch the Royal Rumble last night, man. I tell you, to be honest with you, the women stole the show. Yeah. The Women's Royal Rumble was fantastic. Yeah, because Ronda yeah. Rousey came out, and she's now going to be uh, Yeah, man, wrestling. Ronda Rousey is Rousey. Yeah, I call her Rousey all the time. Exclusively Rousey. now with the WWE. Well, that, but that's Philly, though. Rousey is Philly. Yeah. You know, just like, like you, water. You, you guys. You guys. guys you guys. Come yeah. on. You say water or water? Water. Yeah, yeah, it's always water. Right? What? Yeah, I, 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 my wife tells me all the time, we please speak English, quit speaking Philly. Right. You? The, worst, the worst one for me is crayon. People there pronounce it crown. No, they don't. Yes. How do I've you heard say crayon? crayon? It's all crayon. It's crayon. always crayon. crayon. It's always crayon. You said crown yeah. just the other day. Because I had to have a bottle of crown hey. in me. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but be a Philly guy and come to Minnesota when everything's 
no, you betcha. Right. Everything's with a no. A no. Don't you know. But Don't it's you great. Know. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> Don't you know. And, and I had to get used to that. So, you know, imagine coming here, going to school. People try to, I, Probably, I but it really slowed my speech down a lot because I got rid of my, my Philly deep, hard drive yeah. and got into a little bit of Minnesota draw. So I kind of evened out over the years. Now, I have a question for you because, I mean, your character, like, you, you, it's, it's full of anger and, and fear inducing, which being a native Philadelphian probably helped you get in touch with that. Oh, yeah. Because I found out when I first started hanging out Tony a lot that, that I was like, why is he always angry? And then I found out when I went to Philly, he's not always angry. That's just the way he talks. That's Philly. He's just pumping gas. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Tell that to my wife. Please. <laughs> <laughs> no, why are you yelling at me? I said, I'm not yelling. I'm talking to you. Yeah. And then, like, it feels like I keep, I, to this day, I'm like, it's you, don't, you don't have to talk like that. You can just sing. But it's just, I it's the way. Hold on a second. If somebody steals my money, I'll show you angry. <laughs> right. I said, I'm not, I'm not ticked pattern. off yet. Yeah. But I believe that that is actually one of the reasons why Philadelphia fans, the Eagles fans, and all of the other fans have gotten such a bad rap. They aren't always angry. They just come across that way. Well, you know what I mean? You're a firm, firm believer. You're a product of your environment. Yep. And the Philly fans are a product of the inner city and a product of Philadelphia. It doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It means it's just the way it is. And Minnesotans are a whole different yep. product. Very you know, polite. We're, we're here. You're moving into the neighborhood. Someone bakes you a nice pie. Right. Or, <laughs> or no, seriously, they'll bring you a loaf of banana bread or something, right? And they bring it to you. In Philly... They don't make it nothing. Right. They say, you owe me something. Give me my, you moved in. Where's my pie? Yeah. You're in my neighborhood now. now. What where, are you bringing where's me? Where's my bagel? <laughs> Give me my bagel and cream and, cheese. And right? Bill, you get, no, you're mistaken. It's my paper. They just put it on your step. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking with Joe Laranias. Now, people call you Animal or Joe. I mean, what's the... You know, I, I get both. And now I'm, I'm, more, I'm more proud to say that, uh, you know, hey, you're James's dad. You yeah, know, okay. that, that to me Aww, is the biggest compliment, great, man. Because you know, you know, uh, and, and James gives me a little credit now, now and then, uh, on time to time. You know, you know, hey, my dad coached me all through. Because I did, I coached him all through grade school until he got into high school. You know, I, it's funny. I tell guy people say, God, how did he, he get so good at like reading offenses and stuff like that? I said, man, when James is a kid, for some reason, he just took to me because I used to evaluate the film for the high school and the college when James was young. Wow. And he would watch. He goes, what are you looking for, Dad? And I would try to tell him the tendencies, because every team's got a tendency or which way they want to go and the favoritism in their side of the ball, whether it's either going the right or the left side, right? And, you know, strong side, whether to look for trips or quads or whatever you're talking about in football language. And he would go, huh, huh. And he'd get it. And he just fell in love with it, and he caught on to it real quick. And to me, we had that special bond all the way through, because I got to experience that with James and Coach James in that, in that facet. And that and the fact that he's a good young man now. He's got two daughters. He's got a great wife, Shelly. And uh, to see him mature and grow like that, and now he's into with your guys' business, and now he's getting into doing TV with the Big Ten Network and the NFL Network and stuff, it's great to see him get into that genre and achieve his dreams in life, man. See, now, the, uh, let, me, let me pump the uh, podcast again. It's at What A Rush, What A Rush Pod, yep. and at, at RW Animal. Follow you on Twitter. Follow both pods. Yep. And so you, you talk everything, because we talk everything. It's sports, oh, we yeah, talk sure. everything, man. Yeah, yeah, wrestling, we, we talk everything. Of course, you know, you guys, you're mainly football, but you talk, you talk like, we, we, like, we talk wrestling, but it's like, we don't care whatever topic right. you want to talk about. You can even bring Donald Trump into the story, and I'll say, yeah, 
fellow Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's in the <laughs> WWE Hall of Fame with exactly. Donald Trump is, right? Whether you like the president or not. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's kind of an everything show. And it's great. We talk about old stories. We go over pay-per-views. We'll go over some of my old matches. I mean, because Hawk and I have done some crazy things in this business. The late you know? great Hawk, who uh, we yeah, lost. And everyone here that long. Checking I mean, in, they're all be, saying, be, what a rush. Besides being a member of the concussion hall of fame yeah. <laughs> which i am nobody yeah. remembers that anyway <laughs> no because i suffer from that concussion stuff i mean i've been hitting the heads you know in our business we were laughing about it earlier i did a podcast with uh smash of demolition i remember and yep. uh if you don't get hit in the head with a chair and bend it over your head and make that chair in the shape of a letter v you weren't getting hit harder than oh, that. and uh you know and now over years we're all experiencing that later on in life. Now, what, to, what side effects do you have now? What are your noticing? I, I, I have forgetfulness. I cannot remember half the pay-per-views I did unless I wow. see them on TV or when I watch them. And I've been, you know, from day one for 22 years with Hawk, I wrestled in main events every night. Yeah. Wow. You I was just going to say, he's been in some of the biggest matches and some of the biggest, like, you know, yeah. talking about some of the Summer Slams and WrestleManias and some of the biggest stages possible. To be able not to remember that, that's that's amazing. Now, have you done any kind of special therapy or anything like that? Because a really great friend of ours is Bill Romanowski, who obviously is also part of that sure, yeah, uh, concussion yeah. club. And um, he's, he's done, doing hyperbaric chambers, yeah. which is popular. Really? Oxygen, yeah. Oxygen tent things. Well, and it's had great success. Like, he was losing his speech, and he's and now, now he's like, gained he's a lot of it. he's broadcasting in the Bay Area, kind California. Of a, kind of a funny story. My wife was getting irritated with me because I was out of the blue. I started snoring at night. Never snored, right? And, uh, and then I went and did the sleep test. And then I wasn't, I didn't breathe one time for 49 times in an hour. What? Oh my God. That's major sleep not, apnea. Not, not yeah. long, but I, I went and got my test. She said, you are horrible. You know, and I'm surprised you haven't been gone by now. Yeah. And so, but I, I, I had gotten my CPAP machine and it pretty much, bam, it got me back in the rhythm now that they said you can retrain because my, my brain was not, it forgot because all the concussions, it's not sending the signal to my lungs to breathe and my heart to pump. That is so, frightening. Which is scary, right? So, yeah. But the machine has worked and it's well, I've been on it for a year now and I'm totally cured of it, but now I can sleep and if I don't have my machine with me, I'm, I'm cool. But yeah, man, the concussion is bad. Man. Well, it's if like you football. see Bill Romanowski wandering around, which I'm sure you will, you should ask him about it because he's had amazing I will. success. Romo's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Up, man. Yeah. Great, Before great I started guy. doing this, I was in respiratory. So I'm well aware of sleep apnea and CPAPs and BiPAP machines and all these things like that and it does work wonders once you finally get into it. And start letting it, you know, benefit you the way well, it's well, It's amazing what oxygen deprivation can do to a human body. Oh, yeah, body. but the, the, your brain's an, 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 a powerful yeah. muscle, you know, an organ, right? It, it can, you can retrain yeah. it to send that signal again. Through a re- different pathway. fire up. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know, well, they say the, the human brain has not even really totally been explored yet. Exactly. You know, but, man, it's great, man. It's, hey, it's great being on your show, man. This is no, great. We got an honor to have yeah, you, we man. got a lot of feedback coming out. So Jacob Burnell on uh, Facebook says he's a Philly resident. He loved watching you in the AWA Civic Center. Oh, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 man. That's That's a I mean, I right go now. back to Bruno San Martino days. And George the Animal Steel, who we just lost to, my favorite of all time. Because you never really bit and ripped the turnbuckles off them. No, no, that no. Was I'm, not, I'm not that kind. I, I, would, I would rip the bodies apart, not <laughs> yeah, the turnbuckles. Exactly. You know? so, no, but, hey, I remember as a kid in Philly, right? And I wasn't a big wrestling fan. Bruno San Martino, if you didn't know him living oh. in Philadelphia, yeah. you were freaking comatose. Yeah. <laughs> I used to go to all the TV yeah. tapings at Channel 48. Remember Channel 48 would oh, do TV sure. tapings? Yeah, man. And then when they would show them again live, but I would go there and, and Bruno would be there. I mean, all the legends. You man. showed Listen, me where that location you guys, was. You guys are laughing at this. I don't know what channel on you may remember this. I was on Bozo the Clown when I was a kid. I was Absolutely. on Bozo. Yeah, me too. I was on Bozo. I was Bozo. You are Bozo. They introduced me to Bozo. You know what I did? I went and ran behind the curtain. 
Really? When I was like a, I was like a six or seven year old. Do you I remember Chief Halftown growing up in Sally oh, Star? Yeah, yeah, I wanted that. Captain Nintendo. Kangaroo. Absolutely. I wanted that Nintendo more than anyone. <laughs> I, 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 made, I was three for five. I was basically like a six or shooting guard on a, on, a, on any, any, any night. I was so Captain, mad. Captain Kangaroo, man. I try to, man. Some of those shows bring back such great memories. All right, know, I got to ask you a question because we were talking yesterday when I saw you walking by. How often do you wear the spikes now? Do you go out? Do you still do you do any man, like revivals? When you do like autograph sessions and stuff. Do people say put the spikes and the and the and the face you know, paint on? They don't ask that to me, but I do that anyway because that's the way they know me as animal, right? And I bring my spike shoulder pads. I have the ones that say Chicago on them, and then I have the other ones that are the gold ones. I wore at SummerSlam '92 mm-hmm. and uh, and Wembley Stadium in London, England, which was like ninety thousand people, which was crazy. So loud you couldn't even hear the Harleys going down to the ring. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it was, that it is was loud. It was nuts. It was awesome. It, it, oh, it you, hear, you hear you hear the you hear the music start up, right? You hear the water rush, and then you hear you hear the you hear the Harleys fire up, and it just come around the side and oh, comes yeah, straight awesome. down to the ring. It was badass, great yeah, entertainment, yeah, man. That's why wrestling is you. And Vince, Vince McMahon has been able to get great talent to just keep this thing going, man. It was a low after You remember then then uh, Hulk Hogan came on the scene yeah. and then reinjected the energy into it because when Bob Backlund was the champion, you know he was too. He was just a really good wrestler yeah, and a plain guy, right. and so he didn't have the the, the, the energy all about the, the personalities yeah. and all the other yeah, great Hulk, entertainers. Hulk Hogan is singularly responsible for taking it to new levels. Yes, new levels. The that, Michael Jordan. Would you call him the Michael Jordan the of Mike, wrestling? Yeah, exactly, man. That, that's Jordan. why people compare us and they call us the Hulk Hogan of tag teams. Yeah, and, that, and that's a compliment to yeah. me, man. To be compared to Hulkster, who was like, you know, I was. We talked about this earlier today on the podcast too. You know, you you compare. Almost like an icon, you know what I mean. You have Bruno, who's an icon. Andre's a icon, and then Hulk Hogan, just, and then the Road Warrior. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, you're a part of that icon fraternity, which is totally humbling. You're in the Hall of Fame because Hall you're, of you're, you're going. How how do I get that? How did I get that? I grew up as an inner city kid living underneath train right. tracks in Philadelphia, and I'm <laughs> in the Hall of Fame. Right. You know, so it's kind of crazy, man. It's, it's very humbling experience, and it's good. It's amazing too, because when you think about like the the like like you said about the the icon part of it, you have like you know you have certain guys, and you have guys that are above it. And it's the same thing with like you know with the Road Warriors here with with Hawk and Animal. You know, you had the taxis that come out, the, and there's just, you know they had the leotards on, they had the tights on, whatever. But these guys, you come out. They, Face paint. Oh yeah, the the, the war cry, the war mohawks. cry, the mohawks, all the color. I you can't know, the, do the mohawk. I'm gonna have to buy a fake mohawk. Now, no, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm serious. I mean, you know, you talk when you talk about the road wars, they were they were the upper echelon. They Absolutely. were the next step above, man. And no you doubt guys, about it. You guys set a lot of trends, man. Seriously, you, you know, guys opened a lot of doors for a lot of people. You know, at, at the end of the day, man, it, humility plays a big part in a lot of this stuff because you're you're as only as good as the guy you're in the ring with. Correct. Yep. And, and I told that James, it's kind of funny, right? Here, here's a kid that was a first-team All-American three years ago, you know, Buckus Award, Nagurski Award winner, the, mm-hmm. whole, the whole shebang. And then I cried when he graduated cum laude. Yeah, <laughs> that's you do. That's the there, poem, man. man. I said, this makes me just as proud of you as you getting All-American. This is an All-American Award of Education for me. That's amazing, too. It's a testament to you as a father because with your schedule as a WWE wrestler and having to go around the country and do all these things, constantly moving, for you to be able to spend time and teach, you know, and teach your son, you know, game tape and all this stuff, and and be able to coach him at home. That's that's a lot, man. That's, well, that's, I tell you what, I drove myself ragged. If you guys can imagine, right? We just, I, we figured out today. I wrestled probably over six thousand matches. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. And and to, and I always made a deal with the promoters that when I worked with Vince McMahon, I said, listen, I will work for you and Jim Cracker Promotions, the NWA. I said I'll work for you. I need to go home on Wednesday, Thursday to coach, and Saturday mornings for the game. I will make your show. Back that night, Saturday night, but I need to go home wow. to coach. That's dedication, and I did that. Man. 
James, now now that he's got a little bit of taste of what I did flying around, doing all these interviews and TV shows and everything, he goes, how did you do it? And I said, bro, I said, I think I was probably half asleep, half the things I did. I said, but again, you know, people would ask me all the time, why are you angry? I said, I'm not angry. I grew up in Philadelphia, you know. <laughs> Well, it's an honor to have you on We're the show. Talking. Right? We're just talking. We're just talking, man. Now, you know, is Rick coming to to Minnesota this week, Rick Flair? You know, I don't know if he is, man. Rick just got over a real scary health scare. Yep. You know, yeah. he's out of the hospital. I, got, I saw him on the Rumble uh, last night. He looked great, which is good to see the color back in the skin and everything else, man. So I'm happy Rick's good. Because you were on the 30 for 30 with him, and you guys are tight. I mean, yeah, you're mountain man. Listen, when we, used go, we used to go to Japan, and Rick's – Ex-wife, a lot of ex-wife's from here in Minnesota, and David Flair, who wrestled his son David and mm-hmm. Megan, his daughter, lived here. So he would buy stuff over in Tokyo, give it to me as if my bags weren't heavy enough the way it is. I had to carry Flair's kid stuff back to his ex-wife's house <laughs> and build a director set for the kid for Christmas. I said, Rick, I got my own family on Christmas Day. I'm building your kid stuff. <laughs> Rick Flair's been ruining careers forever. I got fired yeah. for meeting Rick Flair 20 years ago. I'm not yeah. kidding. I waited in line. He had a Rick Flair robe. He's got the red robe that he brought here, that hoping right? to meet him. And Well, he met him before, but hoping that he'll sign it for him. Yeah. you have a full Rick Flair, for Flair robe? Do you have one? In- not That's not covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a run. Good well, it's an honor to meet you, so oh, it really is, man. Thank, thank you so much for coming on, man. man. Hey, we appreciate fly it. Fly Eagles fly, right? Yeah, right, there brother. He is, like, give him a roaring round of applause. Absolutely. Let's get these people out here. Get, get, get this man the animal. WWE Hall of Famer, Joe Laranitis. Great right job, man. Joe. Thanks so much, buddy. Thank you, man. How awesome is he? Amazing. Are you kidding me? I watch this kid. When I, I want to get into the, the ring kid, now. Man. I want to go out and I want to like suplex somebody right now. When have we been out of the ring, Tony? We've been in the ring for our entire <laughs> lives, brother. This is nuts. Thanks, I, I can't believe this, man. I can't. I can't believe this, man. I just, I, just show, I just shook hands with the animal. This, this, this is crazy. You know what we're gonna do after the show? Since we're in the Mall of America, what are we gonna do? I'm gonna go and buy a, a folding table. In fact, I may take no, one of these radio road folding tables. I'm going to smash you from the top of the of, of the uh, the Fox Sports Radio setup over there. I'm going swanton bomb off the top. I think we going. are. We will be wrestling this weekend. Yes, here. we will, Tony. We, we will may have down. to have an undercard match, and then we'll have Joe come in and referee, and then he'll hand me the foreign object, and I'll pull it out of my trunks. Right. And then I'll come over and hit you, and then you'll act like I just hit you with a nuclear bomb. And then you'll go down. Are you going to do that? And gonna, then you're going to get a razor blade and cut yourself just right here where it bleeds a lot, but it doesn't really make a deep yes, cut. I know. And then have the blood running down your face. Now, you go, are you going to go? Are you going to go? Are you going to go brass knuckles? Or are you, what are you going to do? No, I'm going bare hand. I'm not bare brass hand? knuckles. I'll have a foreign object, though. Go big boss man with the, with a nightstick. Absolutely. <laughs> Got all the moves. I can't believe he was just, that's, that's awesome, man. Robin, your thoughts. I, I love it. What a great dad. I mean. That, that's the thing. That, that, when, when, you know, the wrestling stuff and having a career, which all of us have, will hope to have. Not just that he was a great wrestler and a Hall of Famer. The dedication to his kids and his family is what makes – and you can see how happy and impressed yeah. he is to have kids that grew up and became successful while his dad was out there working his butt off all over the world yeah. trying to make a living. When we were sitting here, we were just talking. Now, I know the interview went a little bit longer probably than we wanted to, but I had – No, we didn't. I had we had, this isn't a radio know, station know, where I we have to that. take a break I know that. every what five what I'm minutes. Saying is, though, is I had to mention the fact like, – he's sitting here talking and telling me this, and I'm going – how did you do all that with this WWE schedule we had? That's why I had to bring this up and ask. No, them. it was a great question. You know, and I, and like, and this is coming from a guy who never. I, I'll never be a father, not because I can't. I might, I might even have a few kids I don't even know about right now, but I'll never be a father because I'm getting to the age where you know any anyone willing to lay down with me uh, is probably going to be too uh, too long in the tooth for that. You know what I'm saying? Let no, me no. Be, oh, it's not like a female. You can have, be a dad at ninety. 
I might be a dad now, for all I know. I have no idea. Well, if your kids show up, tell them to get the hell away the from me. The early 2000s are all a blur. Tell them they're all exactly. a blur, bro. Well, so there were, and guess who's going to come by now? Oh, who's coming on now? A man. Oh, oh, a right. man about town. A man about town is right. A man who's not out there trying to stir the pot and keep the Minnesota fans angry at the Philadelphia fans. He is the spoon, Unlike Tony. John Clark. I got to see him. Did he leave? Because I gotta, I gotta talk to John Clark. Uh, he's over there discussing cheesesteaks joints with somebody. I'm pretty sure. Is John Clark here? Or he's over there somewhere. No, he was, he was Mark? over here and he went out. Right there, Mark. He was interviewing Ross Tucker. But I wanna, I wanna talk to, to, to my man, Farsi, Mark Farzetta. What's up, brother? From the 700 level show. Thank you, The sir. WIP morning show. Oh, he's not going to Wing Bowl. He's going to the Super Bowl. Oh, oh no, I'm going to Wing Bowl. Oh, you are? No, we didn't talk about this when I saw you yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. That was the wrong one. I'm sorry. I love that sound. It doesn't matter. You can apply that anywhere in life, and that I know. I've been doing it for decades. It's phenomenal. But uh, no, so I'm here with NBC Sports Philadelphia till tomorrow morning. Then I have to fly back to Philly for my wing bowl responsibilities. Then I come back late Friday night for my Sunday night football responsibilities, working on the uh, the broadcast. So you're group. coming back to Minnesota? Uh, you know what? Minnesota's so nice, you got to come back twice. That's not. I didn't realize you were doing it. There, there's, yeah, there's not that many flights from Philly to, to uh, Minneapolis. <laughs> it's no. Well, it's amazing when the Eagles make the Super Bowl. They'll, they'll create yeah, they some add flights. a couple more. No, I know that, but I'm saying the back and forth because not many people are right. flying this. For example, our flight was on a Saturday night at six o'clock, and we booked it in October. Wow. And got here because we know we always come in on Saturday so we can set up on Sunday and get ready to go on Monday. Sure. But uh, and I know a lot of people from Philly. Like I was talking to the guys. Uh, we were talking to Derek Gunn and uh, and a bunch of the guys from Comcast. Well, I can still call it Comcast Sports. Sure, yeah. NBC, NBC Sports Philly. Thank you. And they drove. Yeah. Derek Gunn <laughs> drove here from Philly. They, they drove with Aaron Talasnik, who's the producer of the 700 level show. They wanted him to be in the van with Barrett Brooks and Derek Gunn to just Isn't kind it like of 18 hours. Yeah, uh, but they stopped like in Chicago though. They stopped in Chicago. They did Spent a night. Two, they did a two-day thing and, and went the whole way. But Aaron, from what I understand, because, I mean, you know how it is. If somebody's driving somewhere and everybody else is flying, it's like, oh, hey, would you mind just taking this so I don't yep. have to check yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Aaron was cooped up like a, I don't know, like, I don't know, like in the fetal <laughs> position in the backyard next to like a stack of cameras. Sure, like Probably yeah. like, to, like, <laughs> like, sure, like yeah, loaded all okay. of our equipment, six suitcases and a big, that's big equipment box in, in a, a rental car. In a Chevy Malibu. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me tell and you, the Chevy it. Malibu are way bigger than you think. Here's the best part. Mark, we yes. all had leg room. And yeah, space, the way we've I'm had not kidding, man. I don't believe it. I don't I'm believe it. Seriously, I need, it I need documentation. Do we need photos? Have, I, I have Follow video. us back to the airport. I'll show you on the way home. Trust me. I, have I don't know how we did it. We thought we were going to have to get like another SUV. And I said, no. And we went out there in the cold, and we loaded that car up to the gills, and we got it all to back to our Airbnb, and then we got this equipment here yesterday. So that, that shows you veteran Super Bowl Radio Row action. Yo. That, absolutely. The experience really pays off right there. Well, you can say, look at Radio Row. I don't want people to think that I'm BSing or touting uh, my own horn. You see all these radio stations. Mm-hmm. What do you notice about this particular program right uh, here? I noticed that this program setup is by far the best setup out of anybody well, around not just me the right best. now. I mean, that goes with us. I'm talking about the other parts of it. Uh, the backdrop, Miss Robin, is lovely as ever. Uh, you're here, which well, is I mean, nice. Look at, our, look at our space. It's the biggest space. MySpace, yeah. which you're still on, by the way. What's your MySpace account? Do you still have I, one? I never did MySpace. I, was I think Luigi's still active on MySpace. <laughs> no, I tried to log in. I couldn't get in now. But we have... Because of my 29 years here, the mm. NFL always gives me the biggest space. And I, as far as I know, Roger Goodell calls you uh, Mr. Bruno. Yes, he does. That's right. Yes, he does. You know it. I call him Raj. He's the only Raj. one who doesn't bro hug. He actually shakes the man's hand. Exactly. It's incredible. Yes. Oh. He shakes my hand and gives me a bro hug. Hey. Yeah, he should. See that? Now, when you walk into this beautiful mall and you see the big banner, it hits you in the face, and then you realize it. There's Nick Foles, 
and there's Tom Brady, Tom Brady on the big banner right in the Mall of America. This is just how he drew it up in 2013. <laughs> I said that when we came in. I said, I said one of these two things right. is not a lot. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> these, these don't go together. No. Uh, it does smack you right in the face as soon yeah. as you walk in the building. And it is, they did a great job. I, I, I will say they did a great job. When you have far more experience than I do with this, Tony, but as far as the setup here, I think Minnesota, the city Minneapolis, has done a really good job. Absolutely, so far with because remember, this radio row is more condensed because, like, CBS Sports is up there in their own booth, mm-hmm. and all through this mall and every area where there's space, there's things like Sirius XM is down in its own big area. Yep. But like last year in Houston, we had a gigantic conference room, so everything that you see here and all these other sets and Sirius and CBS and and iTunes and all these other shows, they were all in one gigantic wow big conference room. So they've mixed it up here. They've got the Radio Row Corral, and then they've got different in between. When you walk in any mall, like King of Prussia back in Philly, you have the little areas between the stores. Yeah. That's where they stick a broadcast location. I like corral. That's a good word for radio personalities. Yeah, it like, is all right, corral. We'll corral them and throw them in the well, We just pen. had the animals, them all in. So the animals in the corral. Good God, this chair is thanking me right now for not being, what is he, 6'4", about 400 pounds? That guy is John. No, he's not no. Nah, he's more like raw like, muscle. Like he's six, mu- no, I mean, I would say he's like 250. Yeah, he's like 6'2", 250. 250? I heard he's 269 pounds, just like Donald Trump, I heard. His hand is very very heavy. Maybe I talked to that doctor, and that's why I think he's that big. So now, are you doing what John Clark's doing, is going around and trying to find Minnesota fans who are still dissing Eagle fans and then putting it on Twitter that keeps the war going between these two fan bases? (laughs) If I stumble across it, then it's welcomed. I don't go looking for it. We're, we're, We're kind of looking at some other things across the city. I took a nice tour of their skyways. Okay. Which are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They're, I'm they're, looking forward to that. We haven't done that yet. Did you do the zip nice. line across the Mississippi River yet? I'm supposed to do that tomorrow morning. I want to do that. Yeah, we do too. We have. I have an email. That have I you been in the amusement park? I did the roller coaster this morning. Well, uh, not not the one that spins around, right? No, not that one. Not the Ninja Turtle one. Yeah, I that was SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, Give him one of those. That's a, <laughs> Give him one of those, man. <laughs> they got some extreme. They got some extreme ones in there. That is extreme for some of us, Tony. All right. <laughs> no, I'm a sucker for roller coasters. I love I roller coasters. Love me too. Me too. We wanna, Except there's we wanna, one that not only does it go up and do inversions, it then spins around during the the whole ride. The actual car. Oh, really? Is, yes. Yes. No, we haven't done that yet. See, now I can do everything except for the spinny thing. <laughs> like the spinny, all of a sudden now I just I can't do them anymore. They, but. As the higher, the better, the faster, yeah. upside I'm down, extreme. inside I'm an extreme yeah, guy. You can catch I'm me cool, in the Dora but... Explorer bumper cars. That's what you'll do. Dora Explorer's fine. Me. All right. They are some tiny little things. I, I did see those, but I, I was I thought I had an extra half hour before I got on the roller coaster, so I sat down, had a nice chorizo breakfast sandwich, oh. okay. right? a little bit of chorizo, uh, cheese, egg, and literally as I'm taking my first bite, where are you at? I get that text, yeah. and I oh great. So on the way down, so you know it's somebody from it. Philly if they're saying where you at. Where you at? Yeah, exactly. you never end a sentence. You oh. never end a sentence with a prep. We, we actually had Mark. We had we had audio from Mark earlier with that. We have tape. Catch me outside. How about that? Or then the other girl came by looking for Farsi too earlier. Like my asshole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's we, great. Can't the remember her? I'm not at home. How can I forget yeah, her? Is she still here? Is she doing Radio Row? She's doing Wing Bowl, actually. She's oh, doing yeah. Wing Bowl? Oh, we do that. Yeah. We all do you that. I'm shocked. She was like, that's a little below me. And I'm like, yeah. all right, thanks. No. Right. We'll that's see what happens. But no, I did stumble across one very bitter Vikings fan. Again, I wasn't looking for it, but the man literally was wearing a T-shirt that says, I'm a, uh, a Patriots fan. Uh, or I said, I'm a Vikings fan who's going for the Pats. And that's what his shirt said. And I was like, what? what? And, he, and I asked him, and I interviewed him. I got it on tape and the whole thing. And he said that he was so put off by how his friends were treated in Philadelphia last weekend, that, or two weekends ago now, 
uh, that he is uh, going to be pulling for the pass and hoping they kick the crap out of the Eagles. That's sad. It is sad. And I was like, do you need a hug? Yeah. Are you okay? But you know what? Again, I can understand oh. because they're being fed that everybody in Philadelphia is an animal. Every yeah. fan at the game was out of control, and everybody was beaten senseless. And, yeah. And, and, and I even again, had somebody try to tell me that uh, somebody was raped. I'm like, no, 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 no. That is not true. It was consensual. I promise. I promise. <laughs> wow. It's like, it's like the, the rumors that start. And it's yeah. a shame because the people. See, I say, I've been saying this all week to the folks here since I've been here. If the if they had not won that 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 unbelievable finish against the Saints with the touch to, with the touchdown sure, pass, yeah, yeah the know, home run hitter to Stephon Diggs, Diggs, yeah, and 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 the, and the uh, and and the Saints had won that game, and then the Saints came to Philadelphia and had lost that game to the Eagles, and they would be coming here beating the Saints with the week in between. I don't think these fans would be as angry at Philadelphia. Oh no, because they would have said, hey, you know what, we didn't win the game. Yeah, and. They would now. A lot of people don't even want to embrace the Super Bowl in this town because of what happened. No, although I do appreciate the one uh, Boston market out here that covered up Boston and put Philly. Oh, did they? Because they hated the Patriots that much. And I'm like, you know what? All right, cool. That's cool. We're we're bros now. We're totally bros. Yeah, and again, if you don't have to root for the Eagles, if you don't want to, but it's 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 weird dynamic because I've I've been to 2090s. I've never seen a dynamic where both teams are equally hated. You ever seen a shirt like that? Because the Eagles aren't, aren't really, I didn't see the shirt. Are, oh, a Hawaiian shirt? <laughs> What's wrong with a Hawaiian, it's Hawaiian it's shirt Tuesday? Isn't it Monday? We do have to point this out about Radio Row. We have a sunroof, basically. Yeah, yeah. So you go from periods of just being complete, in complete darkness to blinding light. Yeah, when we yeah. started the show, the sun was right above us through the glass up there. I was doing my pre-show setup. I'm like, I can't see my screen. I can't see anything. I felt like a hitter at home plate who could not see the pitch coming out of the pitcher's I felt hand. like a Cully Culkin and, and, and my girl just searching around for things. Like, I can't see see anything. I, don't, I never saw that coming. movie. You never saw My Girl? No. Nah. What's the matter with you? Un-American. It's a chick flick. I don't watch no, chick, flick. Not a chick, chick it's flick. It's a kid flick is what it is. I was too old for that. It's day. a beautiful story. Yeah, don't worry. Everyone dies in sure the end. Sure it is. Yeah, we all die. Is it on Hallmark <laughs> Channel? No. Uh, no, it's not on Hallmark. It seems like a movie that would be, though. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it, I, I don't think it is. But now it when, I, that, when yeah. I think of Macaulay Culkin, I can't think of the kid in Home Alone. Or the, now I see him as like some grungy, washed out adult. It's sad. It's ex. Mila Kunis, yeah. Are you they, they, were, serious? they were together for a long the, the story goes, and I don't know if it's true, uh, not that I'm a Hollywood insider, but uh, apparently they dated for a very long time. And then, no lie, Mila Kunis had some eye thing, and she got it corrected, and then broke up with Macaulay Culkin like the next week. No way. Did Tawana say you that? No, she was finally able to, to see, and then yeah. she's like, oh, my God. Yeah, good Lord, what is that? No. Is that what I've been now, dating? He's not cute anymore. After I corrected surgery... I'm out. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's why they need thin optics in yeah, all of Hollywood. Yes. Look at those. I can barely see those. Those are that good. No, you know what these are? I got Robin got me these a couple of years ago. Glasses? They're our sponsor. Uh, no, you're uh, not. All, you will. I will eventually. No, you know a lot of people. <laughs> Thank you. Now, I can see fine without glasses, but when I get in a restaurant, right. you're looking at the menu. It's yeah. dark, or you right. got the check, and you can't see. Robin saw these online a couple of years ago, bought them for me, and I started wearing them. And then the company that makes these out in San Francisco. We tweeted about them, and, and, they, and they, were, they were fans of mine from the Bay Area because okay. I was on out there yeah. forever. And so they said, oh, we love the stuff. And then we, we became friends, and now they're sponsoring us here. You look like a badass Ben Franklin. That's yeah, what I am. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How, how old are you? I am 35. You have five more years. Five more years. Five and then more all years, of a sudden, you won't be able to see anything close up. My, my, 40, boom. My, <laughs> my, my father got glasses uh, when he was uh, 55. 
That's when he first got glasses. He Before was in that denial for 15 years. No, 2020 vision, had the test, was religious about doing it, all oh, that whole thing. Too. And then just, boom, needed glasses like you wouldn't believe. Well, you know what? You got to take some home for him. But he, he also has, has a full head of hair. I'm convinced, though, that the reason why my, because I was the same thing. I actually had better than 2020 vision. I have had eagle eyes. And I still, distance is still fine. It's just the reading thing now. Did you now. say eagle eyes, Robin? Yes. <laughs> Do you have and, hungry eyes still? Not eagle eyed cherry, of course. I, no, um, I believe is perform, performing tonight here in the mall. <laughs> Near Dora the Explorer. No, I'm absolutely know. convinced <laughs> that all my computer use has made my eyes go bad faster. So they even have oh, thin okay. optics. Go to okay. their website, thinoptics.com. All right. And then take. they even have a keychain where Look you pop that. these things out. That's so amazing. If you, don't, if you don't want to put it on your phone, but they have all different motifs, anything you can Motif. think of. Very Countries, cool. military. All right. It, it's, it's an amazing, amazing your private sports team, like the, the Eagles, possibly. If you the like greatest <laughs> invention since Nick Balls. I'm telling you right now. In Philadelphia, Nick Foles, thin optics. Well, the the mm-hmm. conversations in Philadelphia when Carson Wentz went down, there was a, a progression. I was doing some interviews, and it was like that Monday, eulogy. Yep. We're all yep. going to die. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, it was like, hey, you know, Nick Foles had that one really good year. And I was like, I don't want to no. hear about it. And no, then Wednesday, stinks. oh, no, but then he was, he was a good year. It was a good year. Then Thursday, it's like, you know, Nick Foles is pretty good. Friday, you know, Nick Foles, he, he, can, he can still do it. And then he throws four touchdown passes against the Giants. And everyone's like, yep, back on the Nick bus. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden you're hearing ridiculous. people that's say. That's what fans do. Yeah. You're fans hearing do. people say, you know, maybe Carson Wentz, you know, they don't start him next year. <laughs> yeah, now, like, we're, oh, not, now we're not. And, right. and, and Nick Foles is off. You will hear that start. Well, not Monday, because everybody will be going crazy. But by Tuesday, it'll be, it's already going on here with the national if media. Nick pulls Please. this off. I'm trading Carson Wentz for Le'Veon Bell tomorrow. <laughs> you know, tomorrow. So now here's tomorrow. The thing. You know oh, how they erect a statue for, for everybody in Philadelphia? I mean, we're like the, 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 it's a city of statues and murals. Yeah. People were asking, will they erect a statue? I'll start, for, I'll start commissioning the, uh, the, the work immediately. I think because, pull- because technically Carson Wentz, really did get us to the point or get the Eagles sure. to the point, And then he just finished the job. Closer. So they should have a statue together, like arm in arm. <laughs> well, I'll tell you Don't what, you if that Nick Foles win the Super Bowl, there won't be a problem erecting anything in the city of Philadelphia. Well, right, right, right. Everything will be erect. Everything will be erect. Everything. <laughs> Give yourself a rib shot because I don't have it in here. Uh, <laughs> Stand at attention. Are you going to the, you going to the media night? Uh, they, I am going no, to the no, media, media parties tomorrow night. Media party. I will not be at the media That's party. That's inside the amusement park. So we're going to get to go on all yeah. ride, all the roller coasters. They have a soaring over America thing, like they do at it's Disney. Badass. I heard they have free booze. There will yes, be free booze. There's free loader medias. Media, there will be freeloader And pools. I believe that one of the caterers is going to be Buffalo Wild Wings, which is exciting. All right. And then we have a few of the Patriots walking through the. Uh, and you see who's walking in right now. We got tequila for you, Mike. He's but we have no Hearst potato, potato chips. There's no Hearst potato chips. You have any Hearst potato chips? You bring us some chips, man? Oh, oh come on, come Mike. On. He's playing hurt. He's Get playing out. hurt. He's playing hurt. Yeah, Mike be. Quick is a wave to the folks out there, Mike. Live on Facebook all over the world. No, we're on oh, Facebook we Live. Oh, there you go. What does it say right here on the banner? It says, I'm a big fat idiot. That's what it says. It says, hashtag, must watch radio. Brilliant. Yes, and we are on Facebook Live, Periscope Live, YouTube Live, and Twitch for all the fanboys. And we will also be on uh, Pornhub and RedTube. Later on in the week, I'm, I'm working on my answer too, but <laughs> the people there, it's tough to get to. So I don't know. I mean, are you familiar with Twitch? I'm not familiar with Twitch. So I, I have a nervous be. Twitch. Yeah, I want to be. Well, yeah. Twitch well, you is, mentioned Pornhub. I mean, oh, yeah, exactly. Twitch is one of the largest live streaming besides 
um, like Facebook Live. I mean, I think it's way bigger than Facebook Live. However, it's been traditionally known as the uh, the the live where you can live stream video games. Oh wow! And you can play with each other, and you, know, and you talk back Luigi and forth. will be playing Madden and GameStop right well, across the way later. We on. have a special. Tony has so many fans on there because of his Madden voice. Well, uh, well, that's, yeah. I mean, I, I knew of you before Madden, but then when I got Madden, what was your, what was your first Madden? Oh five. Oh five. Oh, five. I must have been 06 or 07 because there was a period there where I was I started to work and then didn't play video games, didn't go to movies, didn't watch TV. I lost, I, I missed out on all this time because I was busy getting Working. started. Yeah. yeah, the whole thing. So then I buy 2008 Madden and I was like, I'm oh, not no in way. it. I so, wasn't in it. I only did three. I did three years. Oh, five, oh, five, oh, six, oh, seven. Maybe it was 07 then. Yeah. Yeah, no, it definitely wasn't 08. It was 07. Right. I buy that and I'm like, oh, no way, Tony, cool. Yeah, like, <laughs> there I, he is. I recognize fact, that when, voice. when Ray Lewis gets inducted, gets uh, announced in the Hall inducted. of Fame, he's not going to be inducted until the summertime mm-hmm. in right. Canton, Ohio. Uh, but when he's going to be announced as one of, the, he's going to be in. He's, he's getting he's in. Oh, sure. he's, yeah, he's yeah, getting yeah. in. Sad. When they yeah. announce the Hall of Fame yeah. class, he will be announced. They've asked me to go up with Ray Lewis to accept no, the Hall haven't. of Fame because he's on the cover of Madden 05 and, and I'm back. on the back. Therefore, I should get an equal spot in Canton, Ohio. <laughs> Absolutely. In the Madden Game Hall of Fame. So there'll be a bust of, of Ray and then just a bust next to him, which exactly. will be you. I got That's you. Good. No problem. I'll be on the back of his. It'll be the only Hall of Fame bust. And then Tony will be on the, on the back. back of his head. Will you be wearing the thin optics? I will be wearing right. thin optics. It'll be awesome. You mean it's going to be sort of like a our tattoo. backdrop? So his face will be on the front, and then on the back, you're going to be the step and repeat. It's like our rinse and repeat. Thing <laughs> rinse and repeat. Logo, by the way, Tony, rinse and repeat. Your logo for the show is by far the classiest thing Isn't it? in radio. Because it's like I don't like I look at it and I go, this guy's going to sing me a Sinatra melody or something. <laughs> you know what but do? no, it's it's radio, baby. It's radio. It is. We should get the thin optics put right on his nose. Yeah, we got to get that up there. Ten optics, man. Go to the website. Seriously, if you need some, we'll hook you up, man. You have any family members? Thank you, by oh. the way, because I designed that. Robin oh, did. She designed that? it all. See, it's all it's all Miss Robin right thin there. Ten optics. You know what they say? Thin optics. Let's not stand on ceremony here. Exactly. Always with you. Yes, it is. All right. And also with you. <laughs> Go in peace. <laughs> yes. To Go serve thin optics. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Can I get this MP3 to send to my mom? Absolutely. Just so she knows yeah. I was saying when I was out here. Did she watch me when I was on the 700 level Absol- with it? Absolutely. She's watched every episode. Absolutely. Remember when I came on and I said the Eagles 8-1 and one yes. start the season and people were poo-pooing it? Yeah. yeah you, you, were, you were laughed at. People thought you were seer. crazy. I have a gift. I think I'll uh, the, Kreskin actually, over here. Kreskin over here. Kreskin. Yeah. Kreskin calls me now because he's <laughs> a lot older. Hey, what do you think about this? <laughs> he double, he double checked his math with Kreskin. <laughs> Let me run this one by yeah, you. Exactly. I'm, I'm thinking maybe. What, what do you think, Tone? Nah. All right. <laughs> oh, that, I know that guy. That's a guy. That's, that's, that that's your producer on the 700 that's, that's level. Correct. That's correct. And he's like giving you the wrap up sign. Like, we got to go. We got to go. I hate go. when people do that. Yeah. They stand over and they do. Ridiculous. Wrap it up, man. Wrap, wrap it up. It up. Wrap it up. So you guys are here the rest of the week. Yep. We're here until next month, next Tuesday. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, but we're, we're live Monday through Friday. We're okay. here, and then we're going to all the parties. And we're going to go live. At all, not, we're going to do our shows from here, but we're going to, we're going to Periscope, Facebook Live yep. tonight at the uh, media event. So you'll see all the Eagle players up in their booths, in their little podiums. You'll see the crowd reaction. I'll go out and interview all my friends, like Access Hollywood people, celebrities Ooh. who are there. Yeah. I got this thing under control. Uh, I think you know what you're doing. I got only 29 of these. And you know who I see every year? Who do I interview every year? Who was a former Fox radio announcer. Also a guy who did a lot of sports, but is now on one of the nighttime entertainment shows. The great Kevin Frazier. 
You know Kevin Frazier? Really? Kevin yes. Frazier, he's doing like yep. entertainment tonight I now. I know. He's killing it. And I go over and interview him every year at the media night. Can you introduce me to Mario Lopez? Do you know him? I don't know Mario, but I know his ex-wife. But my name is, <laughs> yeah, I think we do. But my That's name is right. Luigi. I got an in with the Mario. Okay. So I, I can help you out. Exactly. He's going to bring another, you know, he's going to bring the other, Mario, the more popular Mario. It's yes. who shaved Tony's head for the first time. Really? Allie Landry. Yeah. We can call, I have Allie Landry's phone number if you want to call Let's me. call her and get her on. <laughs> maybe we're going to have everybody maybe on. Maybe she can buzz my head. Exactly. We share that quality, Tony. You know what's going to buzz your head if you keep going out there? A beer can. Yeah. All right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's like that skull, bro. Uh, his producer's going to throw a beer can yeah, at him if he get out now, of here. Where are you going now? Now, where are you going to go? Uh, do we have to uh, set up our plan of attack for media night tonight. Yeah. I got to do a hit on uh, our uh, NBC Sports Philadelphia and then uh, probably uh, actually go to media night. We'll go. And, and maybe, no, by the way, for those people who haven't been to media night, now the fans are in the stands. They started doing that a few years ago. Yeah. But there's no food and booze for the media at media night. Week. You have to eat before you go there. Luigi's Horrible. going to go there and look for food. I'm going to tell you my goal. What's your goal? My Brian? goal for tonight, because you know how it is. There's always that one guy that no one's asking questions to. Right. So my goal is to be the person asking that guy at least a question or two and then ask him if he wants to switch positions. No, that's a good one. If he wants me to take the stand and then he asks me but questions. But Luigi's going to be styling tonight. He's going to wear – look at look at his outfit oh, for tonight. That's from Domenico. Do I look there? like Chicken George to you? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Wow. we got to figure it out. You know, you know, I mean, we have I an official clothing this, supplier for I can say we do. And they are fantastic. Domenico. Domenico up there on Frankfurt uh, Avenue, right near Frankfurt and Cotton. In that case, I want to thank uh, I want to thank my clothing supplier, Target. Uh, they do exactly. great work. Target. So you know how there's, and and I know that this I'm going to be totally stereotyping, and I don't mean to, and I don't mean to insult anybody, but I know I'm going oh, to. Just throw uh, well, it. Then go ahead and do it. There throw are it always me. those, well, what I would fondly call bimbo producers. You know, they they they, they have like the low cut dresses and they 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 show off. We'll be there tonight, right? And and they're always around. And yeah, I'm fans of them. Well, you know Luigi why they do that to get bimbo. attention. Because, you know, yes. there's all these, everybody's and trying works. to get a guest on. And, you know, like he, the lower cut, I mean, you will get people to come over just because of how you're dressed. So Luigi is our bimbo. <laughs> Nobody puts bimbo. No, Luigi, Luigi will be the first so male well. bimbo. You, do it so well. I'll be the one Mark will be interviewing later on with no one talking to him. That'll be <laughs> exactly. me. No, but it's cool because, because they have podiums for, like, the top ten players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the rest, like, I linemen and guys, mm-hmm. and they all sit in the stands, and they get interviewed by the media there. Fine it's, by it's me. Fun. Do I, wait, do I get to sit down? You get to sit, I'm to sit down. I hate standing. I hate standing, too. <laughs> I, I won't stand for any of this anymore. <laughs> Mark Farzetta, ladies and gentlemen. Tony Bruno. He's going to make it a sacrifice to go here to Minnesota, back to Philly, and then back to Minnesota, wing ball, and then he's going to go to North Dakota. Yeah. What? And then he's going to go all the way to Washington, D.C. <laughs> and take the right out. One of the greatest references ever. Thank My you, man, sir. Tony. A Thank pleasure. Mark, let's give him a round of applause. The great Mark Farzetta. Morning show, WRT. Angelo's not here because he's got more important things to do. Like wing, wing, wing bowl, baby. Wing bowl. Say hello to the, all the breasts there for me this week. I know they're wings, but I'm a breast man myself. You and I both, Tony. I'm a leg guy, but I'll take a nice... You know, I'm a leg. Good. Sometimes I'm mixing a wing. But there's always a breath yeah, remember, come first. Remember how we said we probably weren't going to take a break? Yeah. Is there any chance we can take a break? I really got to go to the restroom. Then. You can tell. No, we're not taking a break. Do you guys stream through this without me? Yeah. Absolutely. Right. I think I've done this before. This is not your first rodeo. Don't I've done probably 6,000, just like a, just like and Animal. And unlike you, I can hold it. From the Road Warrior <laughs> Animal, he's done 6,000 wrestling matches. I probably have done 6,000 radio shows in my day. But I escaped unscathed. You're both equally concussed. Exactly. <laughs> Except my concussion never goes away. I'm always brain dead for your pleasure. 
and you're dan- dancing and dining or whatever, whatever the hell we say. Now, you know what? I, I don't know if the mics can pick up the um, occasional screaming coming from the, the roller, roller coasters. coasters. That's a little too far away. I think it is. You can hear it when you're sitting here without the... Now, can you do a pan of the, uh, of the crowd? Nobody wants to see my face. Can I pick this up and turn it? Which um, one's the easiest camera to move on. around? Because I want people to right see here. the radio row, not just my pretty face here. So now what do you want to do, Tony? I just want to do a scan. I'll hold it because I can do a good slow scan. Okay, can you see? I do like POV. It's like when I do home videos. It's not on yet. Okay, turn it on. I'm going to now do. Okay, so I am now on. So if you can We're going to start from our, this is our banner behind us. And then I'm going to scan around. There's the actual Mall of America in the food court. People are walking around. They're they're roped off so that no one can physically assault me. No women can come here without my uh, express written content. And the express written content of Major League Baseball. Consent, you mean. Consent or whatever. We're content. They'll be content once they jump it. But we have tight security. You can see all the other radio stations, but you only see one with a massive, massive set other than Fox Sports Radio, but they got a lot of money. And then you see all the Super Bowl banners up there. You see all the banners up in the ceilings, festooned. Yep. And then down the mall, and if you keep going down the mall there, past the Piata and all the great food stores, that's where the Cantina Laredo is, where we had dinner last night. Right. Remember and Cantina Laredo? Speaking of Cantina Laredo, um, if you mention the Tony Bruno Show and Cantina Laredo together, when you are over here at the Tony Bruno Show um, Encounter Fan Gallery, we have fantastic gift certificates. Yes, we will give, give you. Out. Listen to this. This is a, the actual retail price is, is, 20, is at least $20. We will give you a free Cantina Laredo table side guac yes and it is phenomenal and also a complimentary casarita casarita here at the mall of america in the Which third is level muy delicioso. so it's a margarita it's called a casarita robin and luigi had a couple of them last night and then of course she will also get a table side guac complimentary just by coming by here to radio row and the Tony Bruno Show live broadcast. Uh, all the people at home, I'm sorry. I know there's a Cantina Laredo up in King of Prussia where we do the, uh, the great tequila dinners every couple of months. But you're here, and you're fortunate to be at Cantina Laredo. And the great Jay Ziering, who's the manager. We met Jay in Philly when he was at the Cantina Laredo there. And then he's traveled around to open new stores, and now he's been here in Minnesota since yeah. September. And, it, and how amazing is that? He's the a good-looking man. He is a good-looking man. He looks like me, except better looking, he's, taller, yeah. and younger. Yeah, well, it, it's, it's more that he's just taller and younger. And, and in good shape. Well, he Not is a in, broken down, battered he, performer. He is in fantastic shape. He'll be on the show tomorrow. And for you ladies out there listening, make sure you tune he's in. He's single. By the way, I just he's saw Meryl Reese walk by. Yeah, you got to get Meryl in here. I know. He was waving at you. I know, and but I'm talking. And I wanted to. And then Luigi had to go pee. And I could have him go get Meryl because I waved at him. But I don't know if he came in here. I think he wants to avoid the. Uh, the, the derelicts that are Radio Row people. Here I, comes Luigi. See if he can grab Merrill if Merrill went out. Merrill had a credential on. Mike Quick didn't. And believe it or not, as great as Mike Quick is and was as a player, they will not let him in here you know without a credential. Now, did you see Merrill out there by any chance? There he is, right there. Let me go see if I can grab him. Yeah. Now, I was... And now, this is Luigi Curto. I'm back now from the restroom. Bob. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> let, me give him, let me reintroduce a man who just wants to go pee. And that came back. That Instead of grabbing Merrill Reese and saying, hey, come on the show. I don't even like Merrill. No, I'm kidding. I love Merrill. But, you, but remember how hard it is to get into it because earlier we had Eddie Royal come over, who was with his agent. And he may come on later on with this, but I don't know if we're going to have time. But 
he couldn't even get in. He's a, no, he, they don't let anybody they don't let in. anyone in. We had to get him special credential to be able to get in. We were here, and uh, Ivan, the great Ivan from ESPN, was able to Ivan Sikowski was able to come over and help us out with that. But but they're not even letting Merrill Reese or no, Merrill has a credential. Well, so Merrill does, but they're not even letting Mike Quick come no, through because Mike Quick didn't have his credential. You have to have a credential. See this right here? I'm not yeah. allowed to show it, but you have to have a credential, and it has a barcode on it, so you know it's official. Right. It and doesn't you know, have a hologram though. Holler, holler, by the way, at your boy. What I miss? Was anything good, Tony? Uh, no, Merrill's coming over now. All right, Merrill, the great Merrill Reese is coming over. Merrill Reese is coming into Radio Row, and he can go anywhere he wants. Could he could go to Tony. any radio station, any TV network, but he is coming here exclusively, ladies and gentlemen, to the Tony Bruno Show live podcast. We saw the great, the great Paul Allen, PA on the mic, the voice of the Minnesota Vikings, a great, great friend and a great broadcaster, but now a guy that goes back, back, the back, best ever right here, back. Merrill and I probably are now the two longest-standing Philadelphia guys. I think Howard Eskin's up there, too. But Howard tries to pretend that he's younger. We saw Howard earlier. How are you, Merrill? Let me get the... How are you, Tom? Okay. I'm great. Have a seat. You have a couple minutes, Merrill? Sure. Merrill Reese, ladies and gentlemen, the voice of the Philadelphia Eagles. Do I get to ask the question? Does he know how to make this? Does he know how this works and everything? I don't think so. <laughs> this is Merrill's first rodeo. <laughs> do, do I know how to make anything technical work? <laughs> Merrill's great to see you, back. You're lucky I don't put you off the air. <laughs> well, Merrill and I, we were there in 81 in the Superdome in New Orleans. We were in Jacksonville. Now here we are in Minnesota. But I, I come every year, so this is my 29th Super Bowl. But it's great to have the Eagles follow me to Minnesota. Of all places where we wind up for the next Super Bowl, Minnesota. But the people here are great, Merrill. It's my third. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> my third. But I have been to Minnesota a few times. And it's a great city. And the people here, you know. Oh, they're great. There's all that stuff going on Twitter between the fan bases because of what happened last weekend. And nobody, and you don't condone it. I don't condone it. I don't think it was right or smart. But I, I think it's put a little, cast a little pall on the locals here because they were hoping their team would get in here. But they've been nice to us. I mean, it, there's no fans here throwing beer cans at us or wanting to no. beat us up. No. They're just a little disappointed because their team didn't get here and they thought they were going to be here. Right. And, and they lost in the most embarrassing fashion. Yeah, exactly. So you've been here now with the team, came in yesterday. What, how's it been for you so far? How's it been with the guys? Because we saw the players were walking through here last night, at Brandon Graham and Lane Johnson and a contingent of Eagles. And, but here we are in a mall, and a lot, of the play, a lot of the people who were here had no idea that there were Eagles players walking through. Yeah, I mean, they're loose. And, yeah. and it all starts with Doug Peterson. Yeah. Because he is a regular guy. I describe him as a guy you like in your foursome. Because he's, he's down to earth. He doesn't get crazy. He doesn't get depressed. He keeps very, very level, and he is treating this. If if this can be somehow comprehensible, he is treating this like another game. Yeah, and there's no doubt, and that's that's the thing I think that's brought this team together. Obviously, got eight guys playing well, and Jim Schwartz, and but the injuries and the fact that this team, and I know Luigi hates the next man up thing, and it's it's a cliche, but this team is a classic example of next man up. Well, let me just explain real fast what I meant about the next. I, it's not that I, I hate the next man up because in sports it really is next man up because it's a team game, and in football there's no other more team game than football. But for me, it was hard to hear someone use the next man up terminology in reference to an elite quarterback like Carson Wentz. It's not. It's like if Brady goes down, it's not next man up. If when Aaron Rodgers went down, it wasn't next man up. When you lost Jason Peters, yes, Vitae comes in, next man up. When you lost Darren Sproles, you know, Corey Clement comes in there, it's next man up. But when you lose the MVP candidate in Carson Wentz and supplement him with Nick Foles, it's not really next man up. You're, you're taking a, a lot of steps back. And, and respectfully I so, to all, to all due respect with Carson Wentz. I mean, I think it's a little bit disrespectful to say next man up when you're it's in not reference. I, I think it is. 
No, I, I think Nick Foles is a very solid quarterback. He I is. was very upset when, when he was traded by Chip Kelly. Very mm-hmm. upset. I think he's a very good quarterback. He has to be the next man. Yes. Up, or this team isn't in Minnesota today. Exactly. I mean, I, I, if he loses to Atlanta, mm-hmm. if he doesn't pick it up in the second half and yep. suddenly get in sync, uh, there's no NFC Championship game. You're right. But now, all of a sudden, the people who were denouncing him because of the, the Raider game, where he had his first full week of practice with the ones and the Dallas one uh, quarter. The whole season. Yeah, exactly. He the didn't whole... even have a training camp. I know. That's my point. So he went into the Rams game on adrenaline, and they finished it off and won it. So the next week, everybody's expecting him to come in. But then the third and longs and the pressure, and the Raiders showed up and didn't mail that game in like everybody thought they would. Yeah. And so Carson Wentz then, because of the third down efficiency, was declared not ready and one and done. And you heard all the cliches and all the stuff because it's easy to do when you lose a Carson Wentz. That's mm-hmm. Luigi's point. But Foles has played before. You don't forget how to play. You don't, learn, you don't forget that you were actually once a pretty effective quarterback in this league. And you know what else he is? He is a great deep passer. He throws a great ball, mm-hmm. maybe even more accurately than Carson Wentz in that one aspect of the game. And Carson Wentz is the franchise. Right. And, and Nick makes no pretensions. Nick says, this is Carson Wentz's team. I, I'm here to do the best I can. But the best he can do. See, somebody asked me last week, can he sustain what he did against um, Minnesota? And my answer is, well, if he does, he should just go continue right on the Canton. Yeah, it's not he, that far, you, actually, you, closer. You, you, you cannot sustain. He's not going to have a 100, 140 quarterback rating against the Patriots. But he can be somewhere in the 90s. He doesn't have to be that. He has to play a solid game. He has to convert third downs. And he can do all of that. Absolutely. And, and we know Belichick with two weeks. We've heard that. And Belichick's a great coach, and Brady's the best of all time. But I think the difference, and I, I'm, I don't know whether you'll agree, but Doug Peterson is not afraid. He, he respects the Patriots, but he's not afraid. If, if they take a lead, I don't think he's, he's not going to take his foot. He's going to go for it on fourth down because the, the team believes in his confidence level of going for it and doing things that's not conventional by most coaches who go into a shell once they take a lead. Uh, you're saying he's Doug Peterson, not Doug Marone. Exactly right. And, and that's the truth. Nothing against Doug Marone, who did a great job. But it's clear to anybody who watched that game is once they got the lead, he took his foot off the pedal. Yep. They got very, very tentative. They tried not to lose the lead. If this team leads the Patriots in the third quarter, 17-7, to 7, they want to get up to 24. Yep. They want to get up to, if they get up to 24, they want to get to 31. They will not stop until the game is a fait complete. And that's why I think they have a really legitimate shot I do. in this game. You know, the underdog thing. Now, how much do you buy into the underdog? I mean, the fans I love it, but the players feel that because you remember the championship games in the, in the 2000s and the Donovan McNabb area. The Eagles were favored in every single one of those games. So when they would lose, it was a crushing disappointment. Mm-hmm. Now as the other dog, the other way around, it's almost like this team's feeding off that and embracing it. I think they did for a while. And I think they did certainly in the Atlanta game, and there was fun about it in the Minnesota game. At this point, you're through all that. So their focus is only on New England. They don't care what anybody thinks. They don't care if they're favored by 10 or underdogs by 10. That's At this point, they're just thinking about what each individual has to do to do his part to help them win. You know, it's interesting. Stan Walters uh, sent an email the other day, and he talked to about the fact that uh, the, the legend of Bill Belichick, do the, do, the, do the players worry about the legend of Bill Belichick? He said, no player is thinking about Bill Belichick. <laughs> He's thinking about the guy he has lined up across with. Now, coaches 
they think about what's Belichick going to pull off this year. Uh, what tricks does he have up his sleeve? He keeps you up at night, but the players don't care about Bill Belichick. You know, it's interesting you mentioned Stan, because back in the first Super Bowl era, the Dick Vermeil era, I, I was doing a radio show on WFIL with Stan Walters on the line every Friday night. And I remember when you I went to that. You didn't realize that at the time, Tony, he was auditioning for the pregame. I know he was. He was a play-by-play Exactly. Job. And then he, he became your partner as the color commentator on the Eagles games. But Stan and I, before Radio Row and this kind of stuff, I was doing it in a hotel room in Metairie, Louisiana, where you took the phone. Remember the phone on the hotel room? Oh, you yeah. can unscrew the bottom part where, the, where you talk into it and put alligator clips on the phone to the two little tabs on the phone and then go through a tape recorder and do a radio show from the Super Bowl. That was a radio in 1981. And, and then they made a device that you could do it. Yeah, right, it was like exactly. a suction cup thing, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. They, but that one wasn't no, as that dependable. Was the, no, the other one was you, you actually had to screw the, the phone and then screw the bottom of this device on. Exactly, onto oh, wow. the phone and then yeah. transmit it that way. Totally high-tech. That, now before that, it was a tin can and a piece of wire. <laughs> but Melrose and I don't go that, that far back. Before that, it was a Tom-Tom. <laughs> <laughs> which, which are all more reliable than modern-day Wi-Fi, by the way. Exactly, <laughs> yes. Although we got great internet here in, in the mall. Now, this, this is bizarre, America, because you know, we have the King of Prussia Mall in Philly, which next to this mall, they're the two biggest malls in the country. It's kind of bizarre to be in the middle of a, of a mall and a food court and an amusement park next to us. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been lost for 10 hours. <laughs> yeah, actually, the next place he's going to is TuneIn Radio, which is he was having a hard time finding because it's not in this particular right. corral. It has its own corral right down, uh, what do you, you call it? You can see it from street? here, though. It's, it's got, it yes. says TuneIn on it. But, oh, I'll find it. But, I, I but see, everything is spread but out we, here. But we're on TuneIn. So yes, we are. This show will be heard on TuneIn Radio exactly. as well. Well, it's great to see you, Marilyn. One last thing. How, was, how do you prepare? Is it any different for you being a super, in a Super Bowl or a regular no, season game? No. I mean, I love it, but I don't prepare any differently other than the fact that I go to media night and you right. get to see the Patriots a little bit more. But the worst thing you can do in a game like this is feed yourself pages and pages of statistics and try to get them into the game. Do the game. Right. Do the game. Have fun with the game. Feel the the magnanimity of this game is it's huge. Enjoy every single second of it, but don't do it any differently than you do the third preseason game, if, if that could be a, a fact. And that's why you're a legendary broadcaster, Merrill, because people wonder about that. So, well, it's a Super Bowl, so I must be nervous now. I've got to be... Yeah, this is your third. Tony, and it, Tony, I'm nervous before the, any preseason game. I'm nervous <laughs> every, every morning I get up and they say there's a game. I'm nervous. I'm nervous every time I step to the first tee of a member cast. <laughs> I remember when you were a tenant, when you were a great tennis player, you became a great golfer after your injury. Well, great is a stretch, but I love it. <laughs> I saw Mike walking around, so it's got to be, it's got to be, it's, it's great to savor this stuff. I mean, is. as a fan and as obviously someone who's been around the Philadelphia area like I have all of our lives, this is, this is really special. That was Deion Lewis. Eagles right there. That yeah, the Eagles, Eagles are walking Deion through. Lewis? That was Deion Lewis. And oh, that's right. I knew it was an eagle. Uh, former eagle. Wearing oh, no. shorts. Oh, was close. Wearing, and people wear shorts here. You know, we're, people are complaining about the cold. And we have cold weather in Philadelphia. But we got in the other night. It was 16 degrees and people had shorts on. The locals were wearing shorts. Crazy. It's, it's balmy for them, 16 We got off the plane. <laughs> yeah. And a Minnesota greeting committee gave us each fur hats. Did they really? Yes, they did. Nice. Wow. Yeah. But did they have a beer can inserted? That's what I want to know. I mean, I have, a, I have a picture of my fur. It was unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. I, I bought my own fur hat. Yeah, you did. It's right here behind me, Tony. I think Howard Eskin brought his fur coat collection, though. Is he wearing all of his furs, uh, Marilyn? Howard? 
Yeah. <laughs> who, who knows what he wears? We were, we were not on that flight, Tony. We oh. did not get the fur, the fur hat. No. Fur Although hat. I do have one. I have, I have one, though. I have, an, I have an actual bold north hat. Yeah. It doesn't say. I had it before. It was cool. Oh, look at that. We're going to put that up to the camera. Let me see, let so me see what we got. There. Hold it up to that camera there, Meryl, so people can see. Oh, check out Meryl. There, hold it up there so people can see. Look at that hat. That's beautiful. What is that? Velvet? That's beautiful. Is that, that uh, nice. muskrat? What kind of uh, I don't what kind know. of critter did they exactly. sacrifice their lives to keep I just, you warm? I huh? just know that it was warm. Yeah, exactly. Was it That's a Zinman fur? Or, or, or? <laughs> Howard said it was a faux fur. A and faux fur? Howard's the Well, Howard would know. Howard would know. He's the fur expert. <laughs> yes, he is. So he's going to rub a Lionel Richie's head, man. <laughs> exactly right. Well, Meryl, it's great to see you again, man. Good I'm happy you. that you're here. I was coming here anyway, but the fact that the Eagles are here makes it even sweeter, and hopefully we get that you don't have a Lombardi curse off just like i say with the red sox fans when they finally won the cub fans i think eagle fans people around the country will feel some of them will feel good that this franchise finally gets that monkey it's, off its, it's back time. it it's is time. time yeah we need to see it in our lifetime Meryl. it's a i know you'll live to 150 I, and i'll only I live to 100 <laughs> merrill reese ladies and gentlemen the voice of you, the philadelphia know, they, eagles can i tell a joke absolutely of course, yes of course. did you hear about the guy who was uh, walking along and he saw something very shiny under a bush and he reaches in and he pulls out this lamp, and out of the lamp comes a genie. And the genie says to him, I am so grateful that you've rescued me from under that bush. I will give you any wish. And the guy said, I wish for eternal life. And the genie said, you know, everybody asks for eternal life. That's the one wish I can't give you. Give me another wish. And the guy said, okay, I wish I live long enough to see the Eagles win a Super Bowl. <laughs> and the genie said, oh, you're a sly one. <laughs> see, I can't, see, I can't do jokes because I don't remember them. I'll hear a joke and then I'll try to, re- I'll try to tell you're it again. And I can't remember the well, punchline. Well, that one stays with me until yeah. I win a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of jokes. I'm just not allowed to tell them. That's the exactly. problem. That's the Meryl, problem. great to see you, buddy. See you guys. The great Meryl Reese, ladies and gentlemen, here it's, at the Super Bowl. It's his Super Bowl. Let's give him a roaring round of applause. Let's give him a standing ovation. Thanks, man. Great to see you. How great is that? I just I just did radio next to Meryl Reese. That's crazy. Are you saying you do radio? Have you ever said to people I do radio across from Tony Bruno? I'm not going to pump you up any more than I already have. All right, homeboy. No, seriously. I'm humble as I come right now. Damn right. Now, are our calls working? Yeah, I put the okay. phone number out there. So okay, I let's just, give out the I phone just, number. I just let everybody know that uh, right after Merrill Reese, that we will be able to take a phone call or two. So go ahead, call let's up. Go to the phone, 619-924-9874. We're here every day, Monday through Friday. And then at night, when we go out, you come out with us. Oh. So tonight at the media center, uh, right down at the, uh, the XL Energy Center, where the Timberwolves where play. Where the Timberwolves play basketball. That's where the media event As long as I can figure out how to use my new equipment. There was also some breaking news when I went to the restroom. <laughs> well, we have breaking news. Yeah, let's, was, let's not hold I it. I don't know if that's Like the kind you of couldn't news hold it and had to go to the bathroom <laughs> during the show, and I'm the old guy here. What was the breaking news? Well, the breaking news, I like sound it, is that I got an email from the NFL. And your boy, Darius Rucker, is going to be in the house. Oh, really? Hootie? Yeah, yeah Hootie's going to be here with Sting. Doing oh, some pre-show oh, thing yesterday. Yes, doing some pre no, that, Bono. Oh, Bono. I get Bono. them confused. That's right. Bono was here yesterday. Well, it certainly looked like it. If him. he wasn't Bono, Bono should sue this guy. Michael Stevens says Luigi needs to change his shorts. 
I'm good, man. I don't get I don't get starstruck like I was total professional, man. I'm I'm total no, you professional, are. brother. And this is overwhelming here. If you're, and if these you're, pants are way too tight to take off anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> they when, do make your ass look good. Thank you. You gotta feel. <laughs> you gotta feel Super Bowl Radio Row. This is a feeling. It's a feeling unlike any other. And you time. see, it, it's only Monday. Wait a later in the week, but it starts to ramp up. Be man. absolutely off the chains, off the heezy, off, off the, the rails, off the shizzle. Now, as you can see. A lot of the, a lot of the stations haven't even gotten here yet. No, yeah. no, because it's we Monday. Were, we were the first on the scene, one of the first on the scene, pretty much. Absolutely. And there's a lot of the players are starting to walk. Like we said Deion Lewis from the New England Patriots. And some of his players have started to walk around. Now, yesterday we saw Lane Johnson, uh, Brian Brayman, Brandon uh, Graham, Brandon Graham, a few other the Eagles. They were walking around. So basically, now it, it looks like it's the, it's the Patriots' turn to take their tour of Mall of America. The Eagles were in here yesterday, and Lane came over and said hello. And now, like I said, um, uh, and then a lot of the other former players are, are here. They're starting to come around and talk to We'll be joining the uh, the table next to us uh, at some point, so maybe we'll be able to get T.O. on as well. Can we get some Kalamata for the Absolutely, table? Absolutely, uh, brother. We can go right over to the joint over here. They got they got Kalamata. It was the Italian joint. They do Italian. the Thai style too, Tony. Which you and I have gotten a, a Thai street food uh, spot here yes, in the but, mall. But they also do the Thai chili style, which Robin likes as well I too. I love yes, the chili very style. very with, with the hot peppers too. Was it as good as the Cantina Laredo uh, tableside guac? I don't know, man. That tableside guac was off the hook. Bro. We got to give a shout out to Brian Harmon at the. Uh, but he's in Puerto Rico, right? Yeah, but see how this works. How friends of friends of friends work. Now we we came in here. We didn't know there was a canteen in the Mall of America, but to, we were driving in, and Tony knows. He goes, "Oh, there's a canteen." I'm like, "Oh, we got to do dinner there." There's yep. a little robot again. So I we call, need to have the robot. I call Brian, who's in South America, right. setting up the Cantina Laredo franchise over there. I said, Brian, we're over at Mall of America. Do we know anyone here? You can make a call. Let us know we're coming in for dinner. He he says, "Of course." The great Jay Zirin, who was a former bartender at Cancel Lorraine King of Prussia, who did some mixology things for us over at uh, uh, Comedy Sports when we were there. He calls him up and says, hey, Tony's here with the gang. You're going to stop in. Can we, you know, let's do something nice for him. We went in. Boom. Jay gave us a red carpet treatment. Dude. And I only had one beer. And Luigi and Robin had two quality Rita's. Cabo flips, bro. Cabo, Cabo flips. flips, man. With the lime, the un- inverted lime floating on top of the margarita with another shot of the great. With Grand Marnier in now, it, right? Now, this is how you know was I... Grand Marnier? It was in Grand Marnier. Now, in, this, in, the, in the flip, in the shell of the lime yes, shell. Yes, and you flip, you flip, the, you flip over skin, the shell. It's not a shell, it's a now, lime this skin. is how you know I've, I've progressed in my career, because in years past, I would have said, si vous plaît, for another one of those margaritas, keep them coming, because we were offered as many as we'd like. However, no, I stopped it too, Tony, because Maybe I could have a roaring round I am, of brother. I am. You notice, I'm not out there like those amateurs and... At the, Citizen, at the Wells Fargo Center and the Lincoln Financial Field parking lots at 7 a.m. No, these aren't drinking themselves stupid. These aren't session beers or session margaritas. This is quality product. They're pouring we're drinking there, top shelf. We're drinking top shelf, and we're not drinking too much. No. Which will allow us to continue our 16-hour-a-day marathons here. <laughs> 16 hours. Yeah, that's what these days are going to be. I know. It's crazy, man. Now, I do have some news. We have, uh, it's not breaking, though, right? No, it's not breaking oh, news. Okay. But I don't know if you, for the last couple of months, uh, we we had been prior to that we had been on Periscope and YouTube and Facebook Correct. at the same time, and then we were suddenly off and people were going, "Hey, what the heck?" Well, it was so that the fantastic company that um, is one of our sponsors, Switchboard Live, they were getting ready to roll out a new product, and it is called Switchboard Cloud, which is why as of today's show. You can now see us once again, and it's even cleaner and better and more beautiful on not only Facebook Live, but Periscope, YouTube Live, and for the first time, for all of our fanboys out there, Twitch. Twitch. We are on Twitch, Twitch. so we are everywhere. Twitch, 
Bitch. <laughs> we won't do it. Now, Tony, I hate to do that. The phone lines are lit. Now, we can go to the phone. Are they now. woke, though? I don't know if they're woke. We can find out in a second when we call right. this person. It's good to, you know, it's good to be lit. But if you ain't woke, then ain't no you good. ain't keeping it 100. You got to keep, keep it 100. 100. All right, let's go to the phone. So now, now, Jack is a call screener. He's not screening the calls, though. Jack in the back? No. Where so is he? I have a phone call. It's 215 So we're going to put you on blind. Where's Jack screening the calls? Back in Philly. Caller, can you hear me? Hello? 215, you're on the air. Maybe I don't have... That's- that's why they just dropped. He just dropped. I don't, I don't know why. So what I'm, I'm going to do sure is get screen calls because I don't want to. I, I don't want to go blind here. I know. No, not, to, not I'll on. do that tonight in the uh, Airbnb. Let me try to pull Jack up, but let's just make sure everything's working correctly. Okay, I'm just going to pull Jack. Jack are up you there? Home. Okay, hold on one second. There's someone here, Jack. He's back. Yeah. Back. Can you hear me? Jack. Jack, can you hear us? Hello. Five, you're on the air. You got me. Yeah, you're live on the air. Jack, you're on the air. I don't know why. So what I'm going to do is get screen calls because I don't want to. I don't want to go blind here. I know. Yeah, I'm not, we're going to do that tonight in the uh, Airbnb. Let me try to pull Jack. Yeah. No, so what I'm doing, Jack, we, we, we haven't had to tell this to somebody in a really long time. Jack, when you're talking to us, you got to turn your radio that you're listening to all the way down. Exactly. <laughs> we have to tell our pr- pr- uh, producer back in Philly. we got to tell well, him to turn the radio down. Honestly, he wasn't, pr- he no, wasn't he didn't expecting know we were us do to, to bring him live. All right, so Jack there again. Let's check him out. Okay, we're going to try this again. Jack? Hello. Oh, there he is. There what, what's, the, what's the temperature, Jack, in Philly right now? Uh, we are looking at a brisk, like, 20-something, 30 degrees, somewhere around there. Wasn't it, like, 47 there yesterday? It's 58 degrees, man. Nah. It, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. No, uh, it's, it's actually not too bad here. So it's, uh, it's a little bit warm, a little bit cloudy, uh, but uh, not like anything like you guys are experiencing out that way. Oh, but it's nice out. I don't go. You know, it's funny. Everybody, it that cold. we go outside and it says, you know, 10 degrees and it doesn't feel that cold because this is supposed to be cold here. It's not like we're going to Dallas and there's an ice storm. When we got out of the plane, when we all walked outside, it, you know, it was, I think it was 12 degrees outside. None of us. Oh, my God. Robin nor myself. None of us complain about the cold. We all expect it. We exactly. knew it's going to be cold. You don't complain about the cold when you know it's going to be cold. <laughs> if you step out of 12-degree weather, expecting 12-degree weather, it's 104, and you can say, oh, the hell, it's too hot out here. Right. Then you can complain. Now, and, I, and I remember, it's like when I go to a beach place, like in the Bahamas in January, and it's too cold to go in the water, <laughs> but that's the way it is in, like, Nassau. It's cold in January in Nassau. I don't mean freezing cold. But I mean, it's too cold to go in the ocean for me because I don't like cold water. It's got to be hot, baby. You have to admit, though, if you're walking a really long way and there's a little bit of a wind here, that wind chill, like, it's not that that I'm complaining that it's cold, but it it, like hurts you, the tips of your ears. If you're not wearing gloves, it's just. That's why I'm always, I'm always well protected from head to toe. Yep. All the way. I I imagine you guys. The scene from uh, the uh, what's that movie? They're making bobsled team when uh, Cool Runnings when they're coming out of the airport. They hit that cold weather. I'm not in the tropics. I like cold weather. When it's when it's supposed <laughs> to be cold, and I go somewhere and it's cold. Guess what? I don't complain. And it's I'm a, I'm a snow cold. baby anyway, so I just love weather. And there's snow everywhere, which is cool. Yes. It's not fake they, snow. You guys. Are, you do realize that we are one game away from doing that streak down Broad Street. You know that, right? I may do it here in Minnesota if it happens Sunday. 
<laughs> we, we need to go on with you need to go back on with Fox Twenty Nine and and we need to remind Mike Jarek that this is what you're doing if you guys win. I'm not getting up early enough, but you know, I, every, 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 oh, on, on, on the Monday of Super Bowl week, and it he, happens every week, and it counts up to now five people in shorts, Tony. Five, five people, people in shorts. shorts. Yeah. Well, it's like 20 degrees out. He's a out. basketball show. Who's running ball in minus six? The sun's out, Luigi. It's a beautiful day here. You don't see me wearing tank city. tops. It's freaking, it's, it's cold. Do you ever go to the building when it gets cold? It's like 21, it's like 10 degrees one day, and it turns out to be 40. I understand. And there's strappers all out there Tony, with the tank tops. I got, I got news for you, pal. It ain't going to be 40 degrees outside anytime soon. I know it's not, here. but clearly <laughs> they do the same thing when it, gets, uh, when it gets warm for one day in the winter. Oh, you don't say? Yeah. I'm aware. All right. I well, don't there. criticize the people here. I'm not criticizing. I mean, he could be from anywhere. I'm just saying. Andrew Wiggins is here, the guy the Sixers should have drafted. Wiggy's in the house. No, he's not. This guy wearing I a Wiggins know, no, suit. Is he still playing? Is he in the league? Yeah, of course he is. Okay, can Where's I just say play? that that joke Plays is really old? Hey, let's let Jack go so that he's not. All right, Jack, are we getting calls in? No, not yet. I, I had one that dropped. Well, but, uh, I'm hanging in. Listening, get, we, we, don't, we, we might not have a lot of time throughout the week to take calls, right. depending so on who's here. Right, so we give you an opportunity. You got to. You gotta call it. Jump in. Any questions? Super Bowl questions? I don't have tickets to Listen, sell. If I did, I'd make my I'd make I'm myself. I'm gonna do my best to get you a live interview with Ric Flair when he comes to Philly. I'm gonna head down there on Friday, and I'm gonna try and see what I can do for you. He's gonna he's gonna be here. We're gonna have him on set with us. Did you hear? Oh, the down, okay. I've, did you hear? I thought he was gonna be uh, in Philly on Friday. I he don't is. know if he is, but he's coming back here to Minnesota. Did you hear the exclusive oh, okay. interview we had with the Road Warrior? Animal? I, I was I was watching it. Yes, sir. You're not getting that anywhere else. No, well, not at all. We're, we're sorry you can't be here with us, but we certainly uh, thank you for holding down the fort back there. All right, thanks, guys. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Let's Bye. give Jack a roaring round of applause now. <laughs> now today so far, if you're scoring at home, I went on the Jim Rome show and did like ten minutes with Jim. You've been everywhere. Yeah, he I've actually, had every television station uh, in the uh, – I haven't done any European media yet. You went on the Spanish-speaking so, syndicate. Oh, that's right. I went on in Mexico City yesterday. Yeah, you did. I went on there, and I was, I was dropping some Tecate, some Delamundo, some uh, Don Francisco, even though he's from Chile. But I'm, I'm going multilingual here. Um, I'm, going all, I'm going international. And tonight, you know who I'm going to see. It'll another, be another reunion Inez at media. Inez Sines. Who I have yet to meet. The girl that I discovered. Love Tony Bruno. Brian Baldinger and I taking full credit. We were the ones that made her an international superstar. Put her on the stage. At the Super Bowl in Miami. The, the greatness that was. Who was the quarterback for the Bears when the Bears were Rex in the Grossman. Super Rex Grossman against Peyton Manning in Miami and that Super Bowl on the field when they had media day outside. And you actually could go on the Super Bowl field. But since then, they don't allow anybody in the stadium all week. Because they got to keep it clean and they don't want... Schifozo media types walking on the field. And who was the guy who was savvy enough at 1,000 to 1, put five bucks on the opening, on his first score of the game, being a kickoff return for a touchdown? Thank you, Devin Hester. Mr. Luigi Curto. Thank Give you yourself, very much. Uh, no, I don't, I'm tired of the world. Now. But Jim Rome today, I did uh, – Derek Gunn came over with Barrett Brooks. I did yeah, a hit cool. with them on CSN Philly. It's now it's NBC Sports Philadelphia. Who else? I did Chicago. I did Fan Sighted. Yeah, WGN over here. WGN in Chicago. You're going to be doing, um, after the show, you have I'm several lined up. I'm going Waco, Texas. Waco, Texas. Waco. Yes, they want Tony's opinion on They want me to this. be the new leader of the Branch Davidians, I heard. Oh. Mm-hmm. And they're going to make a TV documentary about it, and it will be on Showtime or Vice, but one of those channels. That won't work because you don't want to marry one woman, let alone 400. No, I'll marry 400 women. I don't want to be married to one. <laughs> you about Iceland? 
They're what paying happened? men to go to Iceland to marry their women. Yes, they're Here paying. You go, Luigi. They're paying men five thousand dollars a month. Oh, that's what I. It's exactly to, the amount no, I need. Because they're, start, they're, start, they're, start, they're, start, they're starting to. Because over there, polygamy is like is is allowed. And, In Iceland. Yes, and apparently there there's too many women for the men, and they're paying men to go there and marry these women. Can I so get a direct marry, So you could marry somebody and pay your ex-wife at the, same time. at the same time. Well, I, I could go there and marry like four women. Yep. Get 20 grand a month. Yep. And then be set for life. Can yep. I still be a side piece? Absolutely. Look, hey. Absolutely. You get your grandfathered in. Your grandfathered <laughs> <laughs> Now. <laughs> you got steak. Right? In more ways than one, Robin is grandfathered in. I know, man. That's so bad. I'm not now, that old. You know, I, I, I want to – the great Jay Betzel um, is listening in right now, and he wrote here on Twitter saying, crazy to think that Super Bowl 45 in Dallas was seven years ago. I know. When you guys had me on the Into the Night show talking Super Bowl parties, and there was a taxi cab strike, which was a rough week there. Not and, only and, that, yeah. and it had the, the, the ice storm. and. But you know what else happened that – because we were doing the night show then, and you know what happened? No, what happened? When we were in Dallas, one night, we got picked up in a super stretch limo. No. By Savannah Sampson. Oh, it wasn't just a super stretch limo. It was a super stretch Hummer. It was massive. So, Which is somewhat appropriate. So while everybody's Hummer, out, massive. There's a lot of words being thrown around. And we, here, and we went to the Vivid Party with Savannah Sampson, Sonny Leone, who's now a megastar in Bollywood in India, and who else? All the girls were there. And they picked us up. And Robin and I were in the super stretch Hummer, and we went to this oh, party. Oh, good! How good was that? You. And Robin was there. Yep. Oh, I know. Robin, yeah. Robin was in her glory as well. I know. Actually, Damn right. That was um, when the uh, Savannah and Sunny Leone they actually showed both of us how to pose correctly That's for the right. camera. That's right. That's where I learned what? the porn yes. star pose. Because you know when you do a lot Wait, of pictures. Wait, is that the one you had in the with the all black on? The picture you guys have, or you're all black. Yeah. I think Rob has black and red on. Because as if well. you ever look at, and it's not just porn stars for those prom. people. It's not like we're promoting pornography. It's there. You like it, you will do. You don't. You know. the but, one that's on the on social, the one that's on the internet now. If you go on like Wikipedia, whatever. There's a million pictures. The question is, you know, when you're standing with a group of people, what's where you, where do you put your hands? You know, a lot of people are awkward. Nobody knows how to stand. Right. But I learned, and how do you look at the camera? And to there's make a certain, yourself look. And the there's best. a certain look, and those women taught us the prop. Proper, and I, I've been. I've actually. I need a refresher course because oh, no, I'm not I have doing it down that now. as much. So they know Magnum and Blue Steel cold, like exactly, they can get it down right. just like exactly. That. And it's a right. It's a. It's a. It's a body. It's, it, it's the whole positioning of your body, the positioning of your head, the tilt, the angle, the eyes. Because I look like a total jackass anytime I take a picture. Oh, well, we're gonna well, have see, to I have to, I'll have to teach it to you. I'm I'll only to... good for my left side, though. I don't, no, have, a good, I don't, okay. I don't have a strong right side. I'm but strong it, on my left but, side. But I'm good from any it, side, especially the back side. It's all about the cock of the hip and the exactly shake right. of the tush. I mean, it's all about the hip. They don't, don't lie. lie. They don't lie, Tony. Wasn't Shakira just in the news, too? No, for what? Didn't I see something about Shakira? All right, Tony, let's go back to the phones because we're lit, dude. All uh, right, let's lit this, woke this up, and let's go to the phones. All right, let's go to... Let's go uh, to... Let's go to Josh B. Josh B. Josh, what's going on, Tony. Man? Tony Bruno, this, bro- brother, what's happening, man? Oh, this is Josh I'm, B. Gum. This, this is Josh B. Gum, man, from Lafayette, California, on the West Coast. Yeah. I know exactly where it is, man. How are the dogs? How are all the dogs doing out there today? Man, hey, they're doing fabulous, my my brother. I just wanted to call in and uh, tell tell you and Robin and everybody that I'm I'm doing well. I'm 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 on the the mend. I'm recovering. You had surgery, right? Yeah, I had uh, spinal fusion in my L5. 
it was pretty uh pretty intense, but it's over and now. That was like what Friday? When did you have the surgery? I had it on Thursday uh, afternoon at about uh, was about two thirty. It was about a two and a half three hour surgery. Wow. Now, are you like in a halo so that you don't move? Like, what are you? What? Are, how do you recover from something like that? Not at all. Um, actually, the doctor specifically told me that he wants me up and walking like regularly, like almost the day after surgery. Like he was like, I want you to walk. I want you to walk, 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 walk. So there's nothing restraining because now the the, the fusion was where is it? In the upper discs or in the middle? What part of your, what part of your spine? So the L5 is the lower one. That's pretty common for people to get, you know, either like blow out or, or hurt or, or right. twisted or whatever. Cause it gets a lot of action, you know, as so you're moving your hips around your, your back. So, so he, he said, he said, you know, once you, you know, you can, you get up and you just walk, no, no weight lifting, no twisting, no bending, but just walk. And I've been doing that. I, I have a walker, but I've been kind of slowly like, you know, using it just for support and not necessarily for, you know, holding myself up. I just kind of like have it there. It's like a backup, but I've been walking and I just got out of the hospital yesterday. So I was in the hospital for oh, like what? Already home. That's amazing, man. I tell you, medical technology is just incredible. It is. Just so, incredible. So in other words, you're telling us that you are not going to be skateboarding anytime soon. No, he's going to be down for no, three months. No, I, I, I have strict orders to, to take three months off. I have uh, plenty of help. I have people uh, filling in for me. They're not going to be doing the skateboarding thing like I do, but you know, they'll be, they'll be taking, take care of the dogs, make sure they get exercise, stuff like that. Oh, no. so Josh Gum has this amazing, um, dog daycare and, uh, you, you would regularly walk like five to 10 dogs, but they, you would skate. So you would be on the skateboard and they would be running and yep. there's video doing it. It's crazy. Yeah, I I I actually have my own gifts now. I make my own gifts. <laughs> but you're a you're a YouTube star as well, pal. There you go. So so are we uh, are we talking about the the line on the Super Bowl and the action yet, or is that coming in tomorrow, or where are we at with the with the gambling aspect of this game? What do you feel now? The line has gone down, right? Because there's a lot of money coming in on the Eagles. So I haven't looked yeah. at the latest. What's the latest you have now? I actually, I actually have not, I have not been, I, I, that's what I rely on you for, my friend. So, you know, I, I call in, I, I, I'm giving me fresh lines. I fresh, fresh lines, line. you got fresh lines? No, that's, I let want the see. very latest okay. from Vegas well, Insider. This morning it was four and a half, but let me check oh, again. Okay, so you did, okay, I haven't looked. Oh, wow. Time. So it went down the four and a half and it started at six, huh? Is that, is that yeah. what I remember? Eagles. A lot of, a lot, wow. lot of big a lot of suitcases showing up, and and obviously later in the week. See, see, now I remember last year they were talking about, you know, actually, wait, I'm going to rephrase that. It wasn't last year. It was when the Broncos played the Panthers in 50, right? It was a couple right. years ago. Never and they were so, talking yeah. about how the the most common bet was the, 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 the Panthers. Like, everybody was walking up to the table, and they were just throwing down on the Panthers, Panthers, Panthers. So the public was just like – laying the wood on it but it wasn't the real wood it was like the little sticks you know what i'm saying so but then when i heard when i read between the lines they were saying that all the big bets like the whales and the wise guys those guys were betting on the broncos so that was kind of like one of the the hints i got to take the broncos back then i'm just kind of 
still kind of feeling it out and, and just like you are, you know, you don't make your decision like right now. We just got the precious number based on what he just said. It kind, of scares, it kind of scares me because the, it, the line opened at six, which is correct. It is now currently, which yeah. I was correct, minus four and a half. However, yeah. percent yeah. on the spread, 64% of the betting public money is on the Philadelphia, yeah. which scares yeah. me a little bit. Because that's a lot of money, just, just random money going on Philadelphia. That doesn't mean it could be the sharp money. That just means a lot of money. People are just taking the Eagles with the points. So I, how is that so, scary? Why does that scare you? It does scare me a little bit because of the fact that the line keeps coming down. Like you like said, I'm not worried about how many people are betting on the Eagles. I'm worried about who's yeah. betting on the Eagles. That's what I'm worried about. The sharps are that, that, that is kind of like That is kind of a factor, though. I mean, I remember it also said that, they, were, they said that nine out of every bet, nine out of ten bets that came to that window was on the Panthers. And I was like, I was like, man, man, usually the public is like, they're just like kind of just out there drinking and partying and they don't know what the hell they're doing. But you got to kind of watch who's another that is because the Eagles and underdogs have been the play in this postseason. I mean, the underdogs have been covering out the yin-yang if they still did Sue cover yeah, that out the yin That holds water. That yeah. is true. And um, if you go back to, like, I mean, I think the Patriots last year was, was like, it was kind of the first time that a, that a favorite actually covered, I think. If I have to double-check that. I don't, don't quote me on it because uh, I just took my, uh, my meds and I'm a little bit, you know, I'm flying around with you up there but somewhere. He's on meds but, and, he's, and you're more lucid than him. <laughs> I'm here. I'm I'm 40, 40. I gotta, I gotta call in. I gotta call. I'll call in again, and I'll bring my own sound bites, and I'll, I'll play them for you because I got some old ones from back in the day when we were talking uh, before. Contribute <laughs> audio to the program. Did you see me on Jim Rome today on CBS Sports Network? Uh, I missed you there, buddy. I'm sorry. You're gonna have to go back Did and you? Uh, podcast it and check it out. Okay, is it is it on is it on his podcast or is it on yours? No, it's on his because I was on his show on CBS. So it'll be go to CBS Sports uh, CBS Sports Network and okay. Rome shows right right at the top of the hour, right out the gate with Jim Rome at one o'clock yeah. Central Time and two o'clock Eastern Time. Right? No, no, it was earlier okay. than that. Right? What time was it? Was um, it the top of the hour? It was so yeah. It was like at one fifty. No, it was at the top of an hour. So was it at 1 o'clock? It was at 1 o'clock because it we were It was 1 o'clock live. Central Time, 2 o'clock Eastern Time. That's right. And that's where it is. So you can go check do it. There's audio. They got video. you on there uh, quoting some, some picks or something? Is that, what, what are you, no, what no, are you, we were just talking about, about the Super Bowl. No, they about go way, nuts. way back. Oh, okay. They were like, and, and uh, it was fun, though. We were talking about the, in the old school Actually, Jim Rome just posted that, uh, reposted the segment. Oh, he did? Yeah. Beautiful. That's right, man. It was pretty cool to see up there with Rome's. Rome and I go back, man. Back, 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 I was, back. I was, I was in the back going, rack that guy. Rack, rack that guy. So, I got racked. So how is it up there at radio? Are you, are, you in, are you in the stadium right now, or where are you exactly? The Mall of America. The Radio Row is in the Mall of America, and this is where it'll be oh, all that's week. that's right. I heard about that place. They got like a roller coaster and stuff in there, right? They got a bunch of roller coasters. You know what's really hysterical, Josh? I can tell that you are like on something right now. So am I. (laughs) Hey, well, isn't that a little bit of entertainment for everybody? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I was most excited. Part of this is going to see the amusement park. 
Yeah, Luigi was shooting hoops in there yesterday. We were doing the Vikings boats. We're parking the boats. Yeah, we were parking the boats. You know those rides where they have the boats and they had a sail. They had Viking ships. And then you put a dollar in and you try to uh, park it and then ram that bullseye. I totally got it first. And then Luigi tried and then to tell Luigi, me that I... And then I had some punk kid blocking my boat. He was, he was cock blocking me on a right. Viking boat. It's an outrage. It was an outrage. The schooner, you hey, asshole. that's an outrage, man. That's an outrage. That that calls for an outrage soundbite. Or um, what's the what, what's the Christian Bale one you had up there? Uh, I don't know, man. You I don't have my, he's got all. <laughs> I, know. I Tony forgot his soundboard back Christian at the Bale Airbnb. Like no, he's got it. So, Josh, we we want you to recover fast and well. See how much. Thank see if you. You, re- you know what'll be hard? Call back on Friday yeah. because by Friday. You will be fully recovered, and we'll be totally shot. Yes, of course. Yeah, I mean, you'll see the fucking <laughs> lozenges right now as it is. How many of those did you have already? I had three. Is that You're good? not supposed to eat that many in one day. Why? Because those are hard <laughs> medicine. Hard medicine? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So they're delicious, though. I know they are, but they're like they're like super heavy duty. Well, then I'll be coming. I'm going to need them. I'm the one who's talking nonstop I'm, here on every radio I'm the TV only station one in America. Because I am. Dutch Ahuvian. Dutch Ahuvian. I'm a Dutch Ahuvian. Oh, no. Yeah. I am fine. I'm not sick. I've come from strong Nordic stock. I hear you. All right, Josh. Uh, take well, care, buddy. We'll talk to you later in the week. Hey, thank you, guys. Have a, have a good week. We'll talk to you later. Thanks a lot. Uh, there he is, Josh, out right. there in. Lafayette, California, yeah. in the yeah. Bay Area. Now, we do, we do have another phone call before we are ending the show. We're ending the show already? No, it's a, we have another 15 minutes. Oh, but, okay, but, good. Um, we should take another phone call real quick before the end of the show so that we can finish up. we got to hold up I'll, Luigi's jacket, too. We'll take we a phone call. But, Tony, can I get into this real quick? We were just talking about the underdogs real yes. fast in the Super Bowls. And just to, just to take a second, I pulled this up. But this is just going back to when the Patriots started their run here. Mm-hmm. All right, so, so in two, Super Bowl 46, the Patriots were an underdog. Now, they beat the St. Louis Rams, so that's one, right? Right. Super Bowl, the next, the next, uh, the next year, I'm sorry, um, Tampa Bay at, um, well, 2001 was Brady came in to replace Bledsoe early in the season right. and then won his first Super Bowl as a rookie. The John Gruden Buccaneers were an underdog against Oakland. There's right. two, right? The following year, the Patriots – uh, 32 to 29 over the Panthers. They did not cover that game. Right. Then the next year, the Patriots over the Eagles. They did not cover that game. The Pittsburgh Steelers at Seattle. They did cover. Pittsburgh did cover that game. Indianapolis at the Chicago Bears. They covered. However, then you look at the the Giants beating the New England underdog winner. Steelers beating the Cardinals. The Saints at beating Indianapolis. That was an underdog. The Packers beating the Steelers. That was an underdog outright winner. The Giants again beating New England was an out was an underdog. Uh, Baltimore and San Fran was a push. Seattle smoking Denver, that was a huge underdog. Right. New England beating Seattle, that wasn't a cover. Again, and then last year was New England beating a cover. So it has been traditionally the dogs have covered the Super Bowl. Yeah, people like to bet the dogs, and especially on the money line, if you think they can win the game outright, that's what you're going to do. Now, are we going back to the phones? I'm sorry. We are going to go back to the phones. We are going to go to Anthony um, calling from Philadelphia. Beautiful. And what's going on? Can I call you? Hey, Tony. What's going on? Sorry. Hi. Hi, Tony. I'm a longtime fan. Hi, Robin and Luigi. Listen, I'm coming out to the game um, with my son. The last Super Bowl I went to was in 80, and um, um, we were lucky enough to get tickets in the lottery. I've been the season ticket holder for the Eagles for 30 years, and uh, so we're flying in on Thursday. So give me the scope. Uh, I want to take my son. We got a hotel. Um, I think we're right near the uh, Mall of America. Um, and um, uh, one thing you got to do because the the amusement park here 
There's a Nickelodeon-themed park. So there's all kinds of great rides. It's a great place. I mean, if you don't want to overpack and you just want to, like, buy a warmer jacket and stuff, there's everything in here. The crazy yeah. thing is, as soon as you go to the, right. the real closer area, the first thing Robin saw was that one ghost ship, and she goes, we're doing that. Yeah, no. she goes, we're I mean, doing that. It's a legit amusement park. It's not like a little kiddie land, you know, that they set up in a, in a right. carnival ride. South Philly at 10th and Bigler. I mean, this is the shit. There's no guys with like the sawdust rolling it out on the tilt the world ride. I just need somebody to show me how to <laughs> hogtie Luigi so that I can get him on one of I those. I can't go on that kind yeah. of job. Yeah. 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 Totally do it. My, my, son's, my son's 32, so I'd like to take him through Radio Row. How do I get well, the credentials to do that? You don't need credentials for Radio Row. You can't come into the, it's enclosed, but you can see everything. So it's right in the middle of the Mall of America near the amusement park on the third level. And, and you walk around, and there's people standing there, and there yeah, we got real yeah, people. Yeah, we, we got out. people right here. I mean, you can you can practically touch us if you hear. Yes, we, I come over, I kiss babies, I slap back. We are right across from the Shake Shack. I sign Shack. flat objects. I sound round, round objects. No okay. I no additional charge. Shiny objects. Shiny objects. Oh. Well, you know what's funny? Um, well, no, it, the Mall of America is great. So if you're close by, this is where all the action is, all the press conferences. Funny now, action. you won't be able to get into the press conferences. And that stuff, right. we'll be able to walk around and see the radio roll right in the middle of the food court. And then all these different media people are set up in all different parts of, of the mall. So it's a beautiful. It's really well. It's a weird thing. A lot of media people I talk to, they don't like changes, but every city's different. And even though we're in a mall and the acoustics aren't perfect, it sounds good. You know, I heard somebody complaining. Today about the, does it sound? Does it sound like we're in a mall? No, no, it sounds good. Sounds good. Well, I mean, um, we have one of the things that I did. My, I told my kids this story. You probably have stories over the years. On uh, when I in eighty, I was uh, twenty five years old, and um, and uh, we got tickets from uh, Jim Murray to go to the game. We had no hotel reservations, Lake, 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 no Jim rental Murray, car, yeah. huh? No well, rental Lake, car, nothing. And uh, we were able to get a rental car because this is pre nine eleven. It hurts used to put the names up on top of the. Uh, on top of the dais, just gave him a name. Tell him I left my wallet back in the hotel room. Can you mind taking my friend's uh, information? We got a car, you right? Car? You like took somebody else's car? I was a gold club member, and they always have my name up there when you go up to the gold. Hurts gold, number right. one. Like, oh, exactly. running straight. I ran straight, except I didn't then, kill anybody. So, <laughs> so in other words, if you right. ever went up there and your car was missing, <laughs> Anthony took it. He's you like, took yeah, my car in New Orleans. Right. And that's how well, that, yeah, and then and then and then we didn't. We, we decided we wanted to stay. We went on Bourbon Street. We decided uh-huh. we wanted to stay at the Hyatt, right? Yep. And, and uh, we, of course, we didn't have any reservations or anything. So I started talking to one of the guys behind the desk. And uh, at that time, I was traveling for business, so I knew my way around a little bit. And uh, we bribed a guy. One guy hadn't checked in a New York reporter. And we got his room because once you get somebody's room, they can't kick you out. Oh, a oh, man. Right. He got it down, man. man. See, I would go there and I would just look at urine stains. I would, I would, I would go to Bourbon Street every night, and you would find me <laughs> up in the corner with urine and beer cans, and I felt right at home, man. Because they hose it down. Then, then, yeah. Orleans, they hose it down every night. New Orleans is the only city where they have to hose down really the city every night, man. I, I never, I have right. never exactly. And okay, you I saw what they did this week. They had to clean out the storm sewers, and they found 93,000 pounds of beads in the sewers. 
That's from all the Mardi Gras. Whenever these that women who are pulling their tops up, they were somebody, really bad aims, man. Because all pointed the, at me and said, they were probably all from but, you. No, I can't bear my No, whenever up. I threw out beads from floats, whether it's Gasparilla in Tampa or the Mardi Gras, which I've never been on the Mardi Gras, right. Whoa, but I've been to the Mardi Gras. So you were... I always my aim was perfect, man. Right, so you you were more like Larry Bird, the free coach of Shaq. Exactly. Any woman who was who was uh, showing the, the the goods, she was getting beads, and she was getting the beads placed perfectly, not in the sewers. That's a ninety-three thousand pounds of beads. Well, they didn't really have much aim when you're annihilating on hurricanes, drinking hurricanes. <laughs> so now you got your tickets what? to come out. I'm hearing now because I haven't checked the local ticket market, but I saw a story yesterday that on StubHub. The majority of the ticket sales on StubHub on the aftermarket are coming from Pennsylvania and Philadelphia area. So and now I'm hearing also that the ticket prices have gone down. So this may be a good opportunity to grab some tickets and not have to pay eight, nine grand. Yeah, they've gone down. They've gone down from seven thousand to thirty one hundred. Wow. A bargain at twice the price. <laughs> right. So no, one of the things that we did in in uh we were we were lucky enough in New Orleans, right? We uh this around 2.30 in the morning, we're in the Hyatt Coffee Shop. We got into the Hyatt Coffee Shop. There's a line like two blocks long to get into it. We bribed a busboy. We got a table. We're in there five minutes. They come to sit somebody down. They said, oh, we don't know how we got the table. John Madden and Dick Stockton came in, sat right next to us. It was the first year Madden was broadcasted before he was with Summerall. Yep. He was Stockton. Madden was great. He talked to us, took pictures with us. Great guy. No, he's one of my favorite guys and a good friend, too. I've gotten to know him and, and uh, know John for a long, long time. Every time I go to the Bay Area, I go see him. He's phenomenal. And did you go into the White Castle, though, on Bourbon Street? Because when I was there the last time, I told you it was Richard Grieco was in there. Richard Grieco in a White Castle at 2 o'clock on Bourbon Street. From Night the Roxbury fame. Yeah, and, when, and uh, I forget who he was dating at the time. It was, what's her name? Uh, the chick who's all strung out on drugs now. Which could be one of 100,000 different women in L.A. Exactly. No, she's the one with the pretty right. eye. Who was he dating? Uh, a girl with pretty eyes strung out on on, on drugs. Yeah, no, but it was a, was a well-known celebrity chick. Oh, is that the girl from Sharknado? Yeah, what's her uh, name? The chick in Sharknado. Tara Reid. Tara Reid and Richard Grieco. You don't get that kind of oh, celebrity. Heaven. You don't get that at 2 a.m. anywhere else, baby, except on Bourbon uh, Street. That's, that's a great sighting. That's a great sighting. And then the next day we got it. And the next day we got into Brennan's and we didn't have reservations. How about that? Oh man, you are. I want you to come here and hang out with me because I want. I, well, we're getting in our own parties this week though because I had to work 29 years. To, I don't have the good ability to just slip in to like Brennan's on Bourbon uh, Street. And, and, I mean, Chris Marigos apparently couldn't get a dinner reservation here in Minnesota because he told him that he was an eagle and they supposedly shut him out. But hey, you know what? It's 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 not a huge town. Well, we got. Thousand people here. I got reservations at Manny's. I think like I had reservations, and uh, I talked them into it, and they put me back on the list. That's a great job, job out of you, man. Fun. Let me give you a roaring round of applause. Well, if you come into the Mall of America, come by and say hi. You got to come okay. by. You'll yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. We are the, we are basically we have the biggest location on Radio Other Road. Other than a TV station. Yeah, but I'm saying we're the only radio okay. station that's out. We have well, Fox Sports Radio doesn't count our network. Robin, right. if they gave us eight more feet, I'm pretty sure we'd probably knock Fox Sports out of the box. Damn right. right. We hold I stuff, built yeah. that place. I built that place. <laughs> you did. Did I not? Did. You sure did. And Tony, we have a, what's called, on the ticket sales? Well, Anthony, check back with us later, man. We'll get together. I will. All right, All right bro. Take care, man. You can get How in, about that guy? You can get in for as low as uh, 3200 3250 
and then he can get in for as much as 14000 Of course. Which, but, but compared to other Super Bowl seats, it's oh, kind yeah. of a bargain. You know what I mean? And especially when you consider there's some heavy hitters in Philly with big money. And let's be honest, most of the people who go to the Super Bowl are not your Joe Six-Pack fans. You've got to drop a lot, of, a lot of coin to fly out here, get a hotel. You're talking, if you're here for the week of, just rental car, hotel expenses, you're looking probably eight, nine grand. Easy. Just, just at the hotel expense. Because yeah. most of the hotels will not allow you to have fewer than a three-night stay. Correct. So if you're coming in for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, check out Monday, they're going to nail you because that's when everybody wants to come. Nobody's here from Monday to Friday. When I say nobody, most people can't afford to be here for seven days or any other city. It's not just Minnesota. It's an expensive proposition in a Super Bowl town. It is. So you're talking $15,000 if you're here for the full week, and that doesn't include parties or like $500, $1,000 to get into these things. They start at at least like $500. And those are the low-rent parties. Yeah. Most of the big no. ones, the maxims, they're like a thousand dollars to get in, Robin. We ain't paying. Well, no, actually, the, the low nothing. rent, the low rent ones probably start about one hundred fifty to two hundred. Yeah, but that's too low, right. low rent for even me. Right. No, I don't even like look in the window. Of those. And parties. then, and then you have the the, the invite only parties, which if you really want to go, you can way overpay and schmooze somebody. And that's in every. Speaking setting. of schmoozing. Yes. There's somebody that people are wondering um, who's sitting across from you, Tony. Who is that guy? I, I recognize him from somewhere. <laughs> he has probably been your soundboard uh, guru. He's a technical guru. He's not just a soundboard. No, but Luigi's he's been your a soundboard guy. But, yeah. but, but, but like he started. Robert Russman's is like a, a, a pioneer. Yes, but he's not I'm that saying, old. Like he's he, got earrings. He can't, he, he can't be that old. He has been <laughs> and has had to listen to your voice. For most of his career. Robert, grab, move up to the mic here now. now. Not only did Robert Grussman work with me in L.A. Then Who the he, fuck is that guy? It's Robert Grussman. <laughs> then he moved back to Philly and yep. he was working there for a while. That's awesome. And then he realized he was in Philly and he got the hell out of there. Now, are you still he, in the Philly air? Well, his mic's not on, Louis. He there made you, you sound good for a big so part of, you, big chunk of your career. So where are you? What are you doing in Philly now? Uh, working for that station. Which one? Can I say it? Yeah. It's fanatic. Okay. Are you, well, we can say it. ESPN, ABC, NBC, Telemundo, Univision, Univision, Fox Sports, ESPN Radio. I could have uh, Sporting News Radio. I could have the, I could have uh, BBN. What's that? BBN, the BBN Network, the BBW Network, you know, with the CW. You know what's even <laughs> better though is that those networks. Me TV. I can even go on there now. Nice. Those networks can all come on your show because there's no conflict. Exactly right. That's that's a big deal actually around Who here. Who else has this kind of independence, Robert? Nobody. 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 Who else has a bigger set on Radio Row? Other than the Fox Sports Radio set, but that's a network. They got 15 yeah. shows going on there. I don't know. I'm looking around. I don't know anybody. No, seriously. Look at our look really, at our seriously. look at our yeah. stall. So you have a very nice setup. I like it. Thank you. Kind of in the corner. We got the rinse and repeat behind us. Yeah. The yeah. rinse and repeat. <laughs> oh, yeah, rinse and repeat. <laughs> Especially this show. Yes, exactly. <laughs> See, now he he's he's he thinks it's funny. But we actually do have a step and repeat on the back of it. Step this. and repeat, it's called. It's a backdrop that you so see. So this yeah. is the backdrop on the front. We, and then we, didn't, we couldn't afford the red carpet, though, nice for our guests to walk too. on. So we have a man with a conducter and, a, I believe, a, oh, youth, what time's a, 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 a banjo. It's a guy with a banjo. Is that a banjo? Yes, that is a banjo. Cannonball Paul. You're damn right. Screw Timberlake. I'm not going to say screw pink because she's a Philly area he's girl. A, he's an old-fashioned railroad musician. Give us a little, uh, give us something, Paul. Minnesotan Super Bowl. Okay, stuff. give us, a, give us a quick yeah, little record. Give us a little something. Just play the damn banjo. We got you on here. 
No, you're not allowed to do yeah, that. You can't do that. You I don't have... want the NFL to throw me out. Bring that mic over. Yeah. One cold January day, as I headed to the Super Bowl, I could hear all the people say, Everybody now. Here comes the world in <laughs> hatred, you're one that small. Well, I came down to sick for a while, my name is Cannibal Paul. Hey! Yeah, Cannibal hey. Paul is hey. done. Two shows nightly. I think Saturday he's going to do a, a late X-rated show, Cannonball Paul. That's hot. And then uh, the Blue Show at midnight. He's going to do Cannonball Paul. And on his name tag, it has Paul exclamation point. You don't see that on many name tags. What's the exclamation point? He's a vaudevillian troubadour. He's a troubadour, Tony. One of the last, one of the last troubadours walking around. Exactly here, right. Now, of course, Dan Band from the Dan, he has Dan on it, like a, a, you know, a, like a, a shirt like uh-huh. that with your name. Right. But his just says Dan. His has Paul exclamation point. Correct. And now the Bloomington police are about to arrest uh, Yeah, you're about to get arrested there. Uh, <laughs> what do you guys call a bunch of millionaires sitting around watching the Super Bowl? What do you call a bunch of millionaires sitting around watching the Super Bowl? The Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota oh. Vikings, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Hey, well, they're about to call him Jailhouse Paul if he doesn't step away from the curtain. <laughs> now the Viking fans can throw beer cans at you. That's no, right, buddy. There he is. You take the Cannonball the Paul, old-fashioned railroad musician, vaudevillian troubadour. One of the last troubadours, don't <laughs> Exactly. And he, I think what he, the hell just happened? <laughs> that guy was legit, though. He wasn't he was. like some Johnny Come Lately troubadour. I was waiting for play a little stairway, man. Yeah, I think he does. <laughs> on the banjo? Yeah, he's what the hell un- not? He's unplugged. He's doing an acoustic it set here. He'll probably, his hands will fall off by the time it's over, <laughs> right. but it's okay. It's like an acoustic set that you get late night. You know, you the go sonic to section. It's a sonic section. Yeah, exactly. It's a sonic section. Forget Nirvana unplugged. We got Paul, Railroad Paul unplugged. Railroad Paul. Well, you're not getting that on Amtrak. No, you're, you're not getting that on SEP, the commuter rail. Well, you, no, you might, you might get that on Transit. Mar- it's not Cannonball on Paul. Cannon, what did I call him? You re- it's not Railroad. He's wearing a Railroad engineer. No, what does it say right there? Cannonball Paul. Old-fashioned Railroad musician. No. Yes, but his nickname is Cannonball I know. Paul. I said that, but he's an old-fashioned but Railroad all, musician. But as we've all learned, he can get oral on, on the Broad Street line. It's exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Especially if you win. Who doesn't? Exactly. Commonplace. I used, work to, I used to go in the 700 level when I was when I was younger. Before I got married, I would take women in the 700 level so I can have some privacy and do whatever I wanted to do, like sleep. Exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Cannonball Paul is You're not getting that anywhere else, are you? No. Now, Robert, your thoughts so far of this uh, Super Bowl? Now, how many of Super Bowls have you been to? I believe this is number 12. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So you're not a. A greenhorn like Luigi is here now. Yeah. Now Luigi has been on a first one. Luigi has been a greenhorn. As you can tell by his attire, he hasn't learned yet. He doesn't. We are representing a clothing company. I'm wearing the clothes. (laughs) I'm going to be wearing it too. We got. We even have an official clothier of the Tony Bruno show now. Nice. Yes. Very. See what I mean? I've been to other things. I've been to you know college national championships and things like that. But this is my first actual Super Bowl. And we're wearing. The Domenico, our formal wear. It's not really formal wear. It's clothes for the modern male. But it did work out pretty well, though, because I said when I first started this, I said the dream would be to go do Radio Row one day, to do it alongside my idol in the business and Tony Bruno. And, and, wouldn't, it be so, and wouldn't it be great Man, if, my Eagles, if my Eagles were finally playing in the Super Bowl when it happened, and it finally did happen. I do have right. low standards. That's why I never get disappointed. Take it. So you're here working for 97.5. You're working for the yeah. entire... Uh, now, what company owns him now? I can't. Beasley oh, that's Media. That's right. It used to be Greater Media, yeah. and then Beasley Broadcasting bought him out. Yes. I heard a really good company. World, yeah. And uh, yeah. the boss man there is a friend of the program. Yeah, Bill. Not Bill. Joe. Joe. 
What am I going? I'm sorry. Who? Joe. Who? Joe Bell. Hello. Uh, Bell. Yes. yes. Uh, Joe Ma- Bell from Miami. Joe I'm Bell tried to hire me in Miami when I when he was running the WQAM down there, and I said Miami Beach. And his lovely, eh. lovely wife. But we, I mean, they are wonderful people. Yeah, they really are. They're good people. And uh, so you're out here doing what now? I'm out here engineering for Anthony Gargano and Mike Mitzanelli. Are they here? Not yet. Not yet. They come in sometime tomorrow. What kind of weak, weak ass know. stuff is that? I know. You come into my Get radio out. role. Get out. And you're going to come here and half ass it? Yeah. That is an Pretty absolute much. outrage. Totally. We've been here since Saturday night, man. This is dedication. This is the Super Eagles haven't been in the Super Bowl since 2005. I know. Well, this isn't an this isn't like Patriots. And I believe you and I were at that one too. You're damn right we were. You know why? Because we're veterans. We yep. take our craft seriously. Exactly right, do. baby. We're not some Johnny Come Lately. Man, we got show some up stories from. No, we're Richard Peter around here. We're not Johnny Come Lately. Speaking of taking it seriously, we have now come to the conclusion of the show. Even we have. We don't have? really care about going over. But you have several appointments to go on other radio yeah, yeah, that's shows. That's right. I'm going on Waco right now. <laughs> nice. So I, I think Jana Reno was going to come on, but she's not available today. And since I need to Watch keep track of ATF. your schedule, <laughs> I want to remind everybody that we will be back on again tomorrow. No, we'll be back on live tonight from media yes, night. But the show will, we will be, be there. We won't have a set, but we will be there walking around live on Facebook. Periscope? No, only Facebook tonight. Only Facebook yes. tonight? I can't okay. do the whole produ- production <laughs> without without all of this equipment. So when we're walking around, you're only going to be on Facebook. And you'll Live. see all but, up close. You'll get up close and personal. Yes. You'll see Carson Wentz. You'll see Nick Foles' nostrils. That's how close we will be to the Astros. Well, you will also see me and Morris Day. And together. you'll see Luigi with Morris, Morris Day and the Morris time Day tonight. The time. They'll be Both there tonight. Love. Now saw- hold up the jacket. Get that because Luigi will be wearing. I'm going to wear my. I'm wearing. I'm not going to wear a, a formal tonight. But I do have three different formal ensembles that I will be busting out for this, courtesy of our good friends over at Domenico up on the in the northeast, right on right on Frankfurt Avenue, seventy one fifty three Frankfurt Avenue. They've been there forty years. Legit stuff. How beautiful is that? Talk? I like that. Morris Isn't Day that and nice the Time looking? are going to so want it's that. Almost tonight. a little Hugh Hefner ish. Yeah, but I already Not have quite, the I have the Hugh. Morris enough, but Hugh-ish. Having Hugh-ish, been to the Hugh-ish, having Hugh-ish. been to the mansion, as you know, multiple times multiple out times. out in L A. The Tony Bruno wing. Exactly. I, have, I, I had my own wing. I know. And I'm, I could say, luckily, go on, go on, I was go on, there go before when it was when it was legit. Right. Now it's over. It's all over. Yeah, the party's over at no, the mansion. Now it's oh, well, the, at the mansion. Yeah. 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 Well, now it's uh, owned by Bimbo. The Bimbo guy so bought the Playboy exactly, Mansion. Right? Bakery? <laughs> yeah, the guy yeah. who owns the Bimbo Bakery lived next door to the Playboy Mansion. And when Hap wanted to sell it, he wanted to make sure that he could still live there, even though whoever bought it, so he's obviously recently passed away. Right. But that was part of the, the thing. He didn't want to sell it to just anybody with a lot of money. So the guy who owned Bimbo bought the mansion property, too, right next door. Because he didn't All want right. those uh, raucous parties going on anymore. Exactly. So no more Bimbos by Bimbo. Nope. nope. Right. Now you only yeah. have to go to a bakery to get Bimbo. Or uh, don't the Philadelphia Union have Bimbo on the front of their things? Are no, they yes, sponsored? they do. Yes, they do. They're sponsored they do. by Bimbo. A few Bimbos in the stands, too. Last time well, you got to have them. They'll be there tonight, too, at all the parties. Since my wife is a Spanish teacher, she would be cringing right now by the fact that you're calling them Bimbo. How do you pronounce Bimbo. it? Bimbo. 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 Siempre domingo. Sabado agante. Don Francisco. Bimbo. 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 I love when they do the commercials, yeah. though. Tie. The best, the best of the Spanish soap operas. Oh yeah, it's always Maria. The best, no, you know what the best is the Tecate, the Tecate girls, yeah. and the weather chicks. I was talking to the guys in Mexico City. I said, you know, we know Inez Sign. We talk about weather. 
Nobody even cares what the temperature of the forecast is. No. Nobody. They were giving Cecily Tynan on Channel 6 trouble a couple weeks ago or last week because she wore an outfit that they didn't think was appropriate. Have they watched Spanish TV? I know. The weather Seriously. chicks down there? Well, you know, the only thing better than the weather chicks in, in on Latin TV is the Italian TV where the news anchor actually takes off her clothes exactly. during the show. Like, so she's talking what? about wasn't news. There, wasn't, there, yeah, wasn't that a website? Is it, is it still? I don't, I don't know, know, but I just remember doing a story about it. Used to be Yeah, it was naked. I don't watch it. But it was regular Italian TV. Like, it was I don't on. Think that and kind of... It was like throughout the news yeah, program. Yeah, I don't want to be teased <laughs> while I'm watching the news. I'm too busy like, playing. Depressed and horny at the same time. It doesn't work. <laughs> I'm too busy playing World of Modern Witchcraft at night. I kind of feel like a scumbag getting aroused during a hurricane. You know what I mean? Right. I want to feel bad for the high school shooting, but she's hot. How many kids died? God damn. By the way, are you set up here in Radio Row? Not yet. We're Where are you like, going to be? Like right over there. You're going to have oh. a crappy little table, all right? Yeah. You're not going to have the Tony Bruno set, right? Now people are yeah. asking for the Cuz to come on. The Cuz will come on. What time? Yeah, the Cuz he's on early, though. Well, he's going to be on from 5 to 9. 5 to 9 local yeah. time, right? Yeah. At 6 to 10 in the evening. i got to get here at 4. Uh. Dude. Dude, well, Mangelo oh. Siciliano and I did this. Andrew Siciliano, we were on it. We were on at 5. I know. In L.A. I know. I'm I don't know if we can do that. See, the only way the only way that we could do that is if we stayed up the night before and she didn't go to bed and you could go on right at the beginning of the show. Wednesday morning, their Wednesday first Wednesday morning, first one. Let's see. So we have the media party tomorrow night. That's kind of lame. It's just a bunch of slobs yeah. at the amusement park. They get you in going to that? Four forty-five tour. I'm not going to anything. What are you talking about, man? You know me. I'm a stick in the mud. But we've got the amusement park right here. That I'm going to. That I'm going to do. That's where the media party is tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, free booze. So you so know there'll, cold, be, there'll be a lot of... No, it's inside. It's inside. I know, but I have to go outside to come back inside. And this is mall is massive, man. Wow, you, you are to lame. Brush, when you go to the, I'm old. When you go to the Roosevelt Mall in the Northeast, do you complain that you have to go outside to go into the... No, you are fully nobody, strapped when you go to the Roosevelt yeah, Mall. Nobody goes to that mall. <laughs> when you go to the Chamonix Mall... People are stopping uh, going there too. Yeah, yeah, there's there's yeah, there. I think Oxford Valley is as far as they go. It's about it's as not even it gets Oxford in. Valley anymore. What is it now? It's no, it, it's Philadelphia. No, no, that's no, that's, no Franklin Mills. Franklin Mills. Mill. Mill. Right. Okay, Tony, I'm going to do something to do you that you hate. What? Wrap me up. Why are we wrapping? Um, oh, because you got to make hits. Yes, he he has a schedule to keep. I've done I've done Rome right. show today. I've done everything. Nice. Yeah. Monday's the day when nobody's here yet. So that media people interview each other. Right, but that's only Monday. I got his to do Luigi's doing interviews. Nobody really listens to him. I'm the only one that's going to keep working. Damn right. What do you think an interview is? That's why I brought lozenges. By Friday, I won't won't be able to talk. It's an outrage. But I'm doing this for you, folks. I want you to know. This is the kind of dedication to my craft. Not dead dog dedication. Not dead dogs. Casey Kasem will play that later on in the week. We'll come into an up-tempo number. And then we'll... uh, (laughs) We don't want any damn... We don't want any slow songs. No. We got to come in. So, no, no. We go, we where go are my headshots? When exactly. you, we left off, when you interrupted me last, was oh, that we were going to be on live here uh, tomorrow, well, tomorrow through Friday every from day, every 2 hour. to 4 Central, 3, three to, to 5 Eastern. Eastern time. And you can catch us on all the different platforms that I mentioned before. Everywhere. Um, and then... Make sure that you follow Tony on Facebook Live and subscribe to his videos because we will have sporadic hits here and there. We do everything Depending on, on uh, what celebrity you encounter and what activity Tonight, we are doing. Tonight, you want to see behind the scenes night? the Maxim party. I don't know. I never go to the Maxim party. Mm. I, don't, I don't go to I'm that. I'm married now. This is 
like as wild as I can get. Action party's all right. I want to go to the EA party. That was the best party in Houston. I would Madden. love to go to that. And it's not the Madden bowling. It's not guys sitting around slapping each other's uh, weenies and playing video games. Now it's big. They had the chain smokers. They had. Which was uh, awesome it was last year. That was way That's cooler the party than I right it there. Be. And then we're going. We got. We're going to all the parties, man. But not Maxim and not Playboy. Okay, Tony. I don't play that. All right, Omi, don't play get that. off the air. Robert Grossman, let's give him a roaring round of applause. You need to get out more, man. For the people who couldn't see what happened between me and Robin and I right there, that was that was gold. What happened? <laughs> it was just gold. Sometimes we think alike. So tonight live, <laughs> the Eagles will be on the podium at. Uh, I wrote it down here. Gonna go the Eagles eight, are going to go seven to eight ten eight. central, eight ten to nine ten Eastern time. I mean that's the Patriots. I'm sorry. The Eagles will go on from nine to ten here, which is ten to eleven p.m. in Philadelphia. So 10 to 11 tonight, you want to see the podium. The Eagle players will all be there. I'll be schmoozing, walking around. Luigi will be watching. He'll be a fanboy from Morris Day and the time. I haven't seen him in 20 years, Tony. He's a, I, was one, I was the only white guy at the Sands in Atlantic City, in Atlantic City, in New Jersey, to see more. I went, I went into that concert. I, I was the only white person in the entire concert. You I want love more. You what want part to of this wrap up? I mean, we seriously like don't keep talking. We I have talk to radio. Professional. I'm like Jack FM. I do whatever I want and play whatever I want. No, you for the most part, I make you think you do, but right now we got to right, go. We got to shut it down, folks. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tony. Start this is Operation Shutdown on behalf of Derek Bell and the Pittsburgh Pirates and all of our shutdown mode friends out there. Shut it down. Shut it down. We'll see you tonight live at the media ra- media day. We'll have all the exclusives. And if you missed any of the show, you can listen to it tomorrow on all of your favorite podcast platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We in tune in, too? Yes, we are. Beautiful. On behalf of Luigi Curto, follow him at Luigi Curto 22 <laughs> On behalf of all of our staff here, our great sponsor, Thin Optics. Thin Optics is always with you wherever you go. Go on the website. Check out the unbelievable assortment of the greatest invention since Nick Foles, thin optics. Put it on the back of your phone. I give one to Jim Rome. Everybody wants one. You can get one. And, of course, Cantina Laredo here in the uh, Mall of America, King of Prussia, all over the country. Our fabulous Wait, and don't wardrobe. Forget, for, for people that are here, yes, from, from there that are here at Stop by Mall of America, we got some special giveaways from Cantina Laredo That's for right. you. So if you come by, you're going to get free table-side guac. Crableside guac and a complimentary Casa Rita. So we just got- for coming up here and saying, I love Tony Bruno. Even Robert Grussman may go to Cantina Laredo and take part of this. Right. All you have to do is tell us, stuff. gracias, Tony. Say, gracias, Tony Bruno. Señor Bruno. And Domenico, where you'll see Luigi and I all week. Styling yes. and profiling. The shoes yes, just and came actually, in I will be styling profiling from the uh, Dress Me Up boutique. Dress Up Time. Yeah, Dress Up Time dress boutique up time. across the street from them. Speaking of time, it's about damn time. It's about damn we time. Thing up. We'll see you tonight and then again tomorrow right here, live at Radio Row, Super Bowl 52 in the Mall of America. Be careful out there, kids. There is nothing wrong with your television set. Do not attempt to adjust the picture. <laughs> we are controlling the transmission. If we wish to make it loud.